Welcome to Spot Hidden. I'm London Carlisle, the keeper of arcane lore. Watch us live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash spot hidden. Now, without further ado, roll for sanity. Good evening, everyone. My name is London Carlisle. I am an actor, and tonight I am the keeper of arcane lore for Spot Hidden. All right. So, why are we here? We are here to play Call of Cthulhu, um, namely Cthulhu Dark Ages. Now, this is a game of cosmic horror and, and action and adventure and mystery. And tonight we are sponsored by the wonderful people at Chaosium. Now, Chaosium and we, we are giving out five PDF copies of Cthulhu Dark Ages um, to some wonderful people from our Instagram page. So, without further ado, I'm going to announce that because I know that you are all waiting with bated breath. So, let's see who won the giveaway. So, this is a live roll, so let's see who goes here. First off, our first winner is the real wrong Jeremy. Not Ron Jeremy, okay. Uh, check for Traps, um, Gideon Wyvern's Tales, Squid Rolls Dice, and Chris Back 94. So if you're one of those wonderful people, um, you just won um, a PDF copy of Cthulhu Dark Ages from Chaosium, and we'll be contacting you to, you know, to figure out the logistics of getting this eldritch tome to you. <laughs> but let's get back into it. Um, tonight, as I mentioned, we are playing Call of Cthulhu, and I, of course, cannot play alone. I am playing with a cast of wonderful investigators and pulp heroes, and those are my wonderful friends that I will now introduce to you. Hey everybody, what's up? Hey. What's going on? <laughs> what's up, what's up? <laughs> so now you all at home, you mentioned that these are pulp heroes. So we are also playing with the pulp Cthulhu rules. Um, these investigators, heroes, are a little less squishy than your normal uh, Call of Cthulhu uh, investigator. Um, so they're able to really take the mythos head on. Um, okay, so let's just kind of go around and see who we have here in the room. Let's start down here. Uh, who are you? Uh, just introduce yourself, Hudson. Hey, everybody. I'm uh, I'm Hudson. I'm a actor. I'm from Alabama. I graduated from Auburn University. War and Eagle. Uh, yeah, War Eagle. <laughs> graduated with London. Graduated with Matt. Great friends of Carly. And it's uh, it's going to be a great night. And I hope you'll enjoy the adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are going to pass it over to uh, is that is that Matthew Stevenson? <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, I couldn't get any worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, so I'm, uh, my, my name's Matt Stevenson. I also graduated from Auburn. Uh, I, too, am an actor, uh, and I am so happy to be a part of this. Anything mythos, I love it. If it's got a monster in it, I am there. Uh, and now I've introduced myself as a nerd. On to you, Carly. <laughs> oh, great, just throw it on over. Wait, wrong way, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Carly. I didn't graduate from Auburn with him, but I did go to Auburn, and um, I've known London for a while, so that's kind of how this whole thing came about. <laughs> we did theater together when we were younger, so um, yeah, I just really like RPGs, so <laughs> I finally taught London and playing Call of Cthulhu, and it was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a funny story about me and Carly. Like, I finally taught Lennon and playing Call of Cthulhu, and it was yeah. yeah like it's like um, years ago I was playing the uh, the like game for PS4, 
And I just was just stuck on a puzzle for like three hours. And Carly's the one that came and um, helped Literally me get showed out. Literally <laughs> showed up, took the controller from him, did the puzzle, and handed it back. It was not a hard puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, wow. Well, I am very thankful to have all of you here with me tonight. Um, we are so excited to play this game. This is our first session playing with Cthulhu Dark Ages. Um, our last campaign, we just did uh, Reign of Terror, which was set during the, the French Revolution. We had a blast with that. Um, so we really like the, those historical settings and such, and the ways that the mythos can make its way into those, into those places. All right, so tonight we are starting off in 1000 AD. And so we have some characters that exist in this, in this Anglo-Saxon world here. Uh, and let's, you know, kind of go over the characters of who you're playing tonight. Um, let's start with, I'm going to randomly pick Matt. Who are you playing? Daniel Smithson. <clears throat> Son of Smith, Daniel okay. of Tartaburg. Daniel is a woodsman. He is 32 years old. I have lived quite a long life. Simply by my common sense skills. I am a large man. Many rely on me who live in the surrounding area. I have made many friends, and to be honest, it is hard to say no. And there we are. <laughs> That's all, right. all I got. <laughs> <laughs> cool, I like it. I like the little accent you got there as well. Okay. Oh, I'm working on it. Thank you. Okay, Daniel, son of Smith. Let me write that down. All right, next up, we have Merwin. Well, please introduce Merwin for us, uh, Carly. Okay, um, we're just going to kind of come to the character voice as I actually play her, not introduce her. Yeah, no so, pressure, no pressure, um, no pressure. Yeah, so Merwin Tash, is, uh, she is 20 years old. She is the minstrel to the Thane of Totber. And she is, um, she's just kind of just willing to do whatever for a song. She just really likes writing her little music, little, you know, Dark Ages indie girl kind of thing. So, you know. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So we have two of these Totber natives, which is where we, we set our stage here. Um, and below us, we have one more character tonight. Um, please introduce Briseus Hudson. Yes, so I play Briseus, but in the beginning you will know him as Bryce. Bryce is a 29-year-old Celtic mercenary. Many people know Bryce, don't really know much about him. They know that he was exiled from his clan at a young age and that he became a mercenary later on in his life with the Roman army traveling to all parts of the world. He has fought both man and monster. For Celt, he is very educated, knows his way around a sword and knows the skills of horseback riding. These skills are very unusual for somebody with his upbringing. Now Bryce has returned back to the island of Britain on a mission. There we have it. Uh, hey. Yeah. I didn't that beforehand. <laughs> yes. What's what's his mission? <laughs> what's his mission? <laughs> if you if you stay tuned, you will find out. There you are. There you are. Ladies, uh, people at home, I don't even know what, what what this is. I don't know what he's talking about. Truly. <laughs> Truly. But that's the thing. These people, they're always surprising me. Um, whenever we play games, and it's it's always fun uh, having everybody on their toes while they're playing. So, does anybody have any sort of like questions or anything before we get started with our game? I don't believe so. Nope, I think I'm good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. 
All right. Well, without further ado... Actually, uh, I got a quick one. How How's my hair doing? I think we're good. <laughs> we're good. All right. We're, we're, we're all right. We're all right. <laughs> all right. Let's roll. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. It begins. The year is 1000 AD in the southern part of what we now know as England. Now, in the winters, it gets very cold and dark. Somewhere near Totber, the trees stretch up towards the heavens, twisting into each other like, like bare veins rippling through the arm of, of a sickly, dying person. The sky is gray, pale, ashen, and the rain is heavy. There was a figure making their way very tiredly through the winding ex-Roman roads. Their, their bones are, are trembling at this point because they've been out in the elements for quite some time. And as the storm increases, as the rain keeps coming down, they need to find shelter of some sort. But as I mentioned, for miles and miles and miles, they've had no contact with civilization, no shelter. But just beyond the next hill lies a small wooden house. Shelter, at last. This figure raises their tired eyes to this sight and drags one foot in front of the other again and again until they make their way to this door that's mysteriously open. What does this figure look like, Hudson? Bryce is 29 years old, but he still has very young features uh, for a man his age. Uh, he has a goatee, brown hair, but his hair is a little bit maggoted from the journey that he's been on. Uh, he's wet, he's damp, he's tired, and he, he needs some sleep. Now you peer inside, and there is no sort of candlelight. There's no fire burning in the, in the fireplace there in a fire pit. So, just as you make your way into the into that doorway, you just collapse onto the ground and just you know relax as for the first time that cold rain isn't hitting you in your face. Elsewhere, coming down the road from Totber to what they know as as a small farm, are Daniel and Merwin. Their journey hasn't been as long, but they are indeed on a mission. One of them towers over the other. Uh, can you describe what Daniel looks like? Daniel is 32 years old. His bones have brittled and, and been worn down by the years of hard labor and work and survival. Uh, he is bald on the top of his head, but it seems his eyebrows make up for that. Uh, they seem to be <laughs> as bushy as ever. And he has... Not a beard, but I suppose mutton chops that form into a mustache. 
with big old ears <laughs> that stick out on the side. And he wears a, a loose animal hide coat over uh, loose but well-made reliable clothing. Maybe a loose white shirt uh, and carries his trusty axe right by his side. He's just me with a Snapchat bald filter on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so <laughs> I'm trying to get that out of my head. Let me stop that. Let me stop. So Daniel, the woodsman, son of the smith, um, bundled in this, this large coat trying to keep the elements out from him. But he's a hardy person, so he's used to this kind of thing. This won't, you know, stop the orders that he has and the investigation that he is on. But his companion with him, um, please describe what she looks like. Okay, Merwin is, I mean, she's 20, so she's fairly, I mean, she doesn't really have a weathered feature. She's kind of spent her entire life indoors for the most part. I mean, she ventures out to like a normal person ventures out, but she's not an adventurer or an outdoorsman like the other two. Um, she is, she has like a long, intricately braided, like little space buns kind of thing, just very fancy looking, um, light brown hair, and it's just very sharp features. And she has very, it looks fancy, her clothing and like her jewelry and stuff, but it's not. You know, it's not good quality stuff. It just looks really nice and really shiny. So she's a very flashy looking person. And then she has a lute in her hands. She's just kind of strumming. Okay. Wow. Nice. So she's strumming in the rain. She is unaffected by these. Doesn't care. By these elements. It's waterproof. It's fine. <laughs> Marilyn doesn't care um, that the situation is less than um, ideal weather-wise. But she, too, is on a mission from the Thane of Totberg. His name is Oswin. Now, Jorhelm the farmer, his wife, and his young son have not been seen in a few weeks. Now, Totberg, like a lot of other Anglo-Saxon burrs and settlements at the time, were very close-knit communities. You didn't venture too far outside. And... Everyone was very familiar with each other. So the absence of these three is, is it's striking, quite frankly. Now, being the woodsman that he is, being this person who thrives on these frontiers, Daniel was one of the first candidates, you know, that, that volunteered to go just to, to make sure that everything was okay at the farm. Why didn't Merwin join? She just kind of wants to get out and about. Um, she, she doesn't really get the opportunity to leave Totber a lot. So she just kind of jumps on any opportunity she has to kind of explore a little bit. And that enthusiasm has brought these two together. Little did they know they were going to meet a third very soon. So you all um, approach the farm. From far off, you can see that there is no smoke rising from any sort of fire. That would be pretty commonplace for this time of the year. There are the animals out back separated by this fence from the 
from the where they plant the grain. There is a small lean-to that you see as you kind of approach the house. Mm. But whatever answer to this to this disappearance, it lies within that house. Daniel and Marilyn, what do you want to do now? Oh, God. Marilyn, do you I was not to prepared to actually play it. Everywhere we go. For what? Yes. I mean, that's kind of my whole thing, so. It is dark and raining. Oh, okay. I say. Exactly. It's perfect time. It's perfect time. And she starts playing a little bit louder, like a little lively. <laughs> Daniel raises his eyebrow in frustration and. I say we head towards the house, like any other reasonable choice. Okay, yeah, so as you go towards the house, you kind of see these these two boots that are, <laughs> you see like the, the bottoms of the feet, um, as there is a, a, a man that you don't recognize laying there. Um, I wonder who it could be. <laughs> <laughs> and now that it's going to make it someone completely different just to mess with us. <laughs> Lynn Manuel Miranda. Okay, yeah. So that's that is Bryce. Um, Bryce, um, how do you react to these people kind of approaching you? Um, I I don't see him. I'm knocked out. Okay. I'm unconscious right now. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. So the first thing that Daniel and Merwin see as they approach that that house it's a one room very wooden building um a stench creeps into your nose that bryce missed it's the smell of death now one thing that oswin mentioned to you is that there might be a wolf involved he's heard rumors of this very large wolf that's been seen around the outskirts of Totbur, and he fears that the farmer, his wife, and child are the victims of this wolf. And now you stand inside this doorway. It's dark inside. But that smell signifies danger, death. That one stops drumming. I say we... Stop. Sorry, I should have said that. <laughs> I thought that was just assumed. Uh, I say we we approach the, the boots sticking out of the door. It's dark everywhere else. The light is coming from the cabin. All right. I'm just following your lead on this. This is not really, <laughs> not really my area of expertise. All right. So we, we come up to the boots and we, well, that's definitely not a, not a wife or a son. A really big son, I mean. Okay, well. And I'm going to kick Briseus. <laughs> I'm going to oh, kick geez. this strange figure on the ground. <laughs> To, uh, because we are confused, we don't know who it is, but clearly they are not a threat. What do you do, Bricious? I awake. Matt knocks his camera over. 
<laughs> there it is. I knew it was coming at some point. Jumps off the ground. Just the pile of swords next to him. <laughs> Who are you? Who are we? Who are you? Who in the gods has sent you here? And Briseis does not speak. He just stares them down, holding his long sword. Daniel's clutching his axe. Marilyn's just kind of there. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, she's <laughs> hiding behind <laughs> Daniel at this point. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're staring each other down. Uh, I can tell by your boots, you're not from around here. What brings you to this cabin? I've been on a long journey, and I'm trying to get home. Well, friend, I can tell you you have not found it. There was a wolf in these areas. Were you running from it? Did it come for you? No. I'm heading home, north, past the Roman wall, or what's left of it at least. Well, we did not come here to hunt a human. And Daniel disarms himself. I hope you would not be offended if I keep my sword out. Not at all. We are looking for a wife and son. Have you seen anything, tracks, uh, anything that might lead us in the direction of them? We are the Thane Aswin is worried for their lives. No. Last thing I remember was falling. Not to put a damper on things, but that spell tells me that we might have found them. Well, clearly this was not the dead one. <laughs> I just kind of sniff in uh, Bryce's direction. Like, <laughs> okay, no, it's not him. That's definitely not it. It's a different <laughs> that we've got going on there. <laughs> okay, so the thing is, next to where you were having this conversation, immediately to your right, there's this door that seems to be have been broken in it's off where the hinges were and it's balancing on something as darkness starts to move in you know you're running low on light anyway um so you aren't able to see quite what it's balancing on but it's balancing on something um deeper into the place just with the with a little bit of light that you have um you can see that there is a cradle in one end of the room but it's overturned you don't hear any sort of crying of an infant. But deeper into the house, kind of on the other side of where that cradle would be, there's a shadow kind of low to the ground. Does it look like the shadow is moving at all? Like, is there... Not at all. Okay, I figured not. This is fine. Um. So you were out trying to find a wolf 
Yeah. Who sent you? The Thane of the local area, Aswin. Uh, he requested help, and unfortunately, no one else in the village stepped up to the plate. However, I can't help but notice uh, over there. Did you by chance check this house when you entered? No. I fell on the floor as soon as I entered. Well, and Daniel uh, starts to peer over as he slowly walks over towards the overturned cradle with the shadow. So, you walk over to the overturned cradle or you walk over to the shadow? Ah, to the shadow. Sorry. Okay, yeah, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) So, as you approach this figure, you notice that this bears the face of Angifu, who is the wife of Yorhelm, the farmer. She's torn open from neck to navel. On the floor spills out her intestines, going in every which way. Her hand is covered in this sort of like black substance. And in that hand is a bloody blanket that she is clutching. Give me a sanity roll for all of you who witness this. Already, right out the gate. <laughs> hey, thanks for letting me re-roll when I had 25 sanities to start with. <laughs> um. Okay. I'm, oh, I'm in edit mode. I'm thinking, why can I not roll? Oh yeah, that's what. That's why. I please announce your your rolls for the for the folks at home, the wonderful folks at home. I failed. That's a ninety <laughs> versus a sixty. Ah, uh, okay. I got a success. Okay, great. Uh, success as well. Thirty-one versus sixty. Wonderful. So everyone takes um, one point of sanity, except for Merwin, um, who yep. takes three points of sanity loss. Um, Merwin, this this really this really gets to your core as you see this carnage in front of you. You've never quite seen um, a body this this mangled. Almost, um, but from what you can see, as your as you as your breathing starts to get heavier and, and heavier, is that this was no blade that cut Engifu. It's almost as if some sort of animal tore her apart. Uh, would I be able to run a natural roll check to, to see if it was a animal attack and what kind? Um, yeah, so, I mean, just from what you, from what you know, um, and from what you can see, this was not a blade. This, just mm-hmm. looking at it, no roll required, this is, like, like, in the body, oh. torn, <laughs> right? There's a wild gopher in the village, so it's pretty, yeah. Um, anyway. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Um, what, well. are you do- what are you doing, Bryce, at this point? Are you just kind of... On the other end of the... Uh, Bryce is watching them, but he is still being very cautious Mm. uh, because he doesn't know if they have any other motives for being Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. 
Yes, the very threatening but... girl in a dress and a flower crown is just very. You never know. You never know. <laughs> okay. Flower crown is an important detail, by the way. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. So as you see this, um, you you found the wife, um, but kind of from this angle that you're at, you look behind you, and under that door, you can kind of see what it had been caught on, right? Um, it seems to be another body under the door. Oh, Is this one child-sized? Or sun-sized, I guess? It's, it's large. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, after losing that sanity, I'm not going to be the one to check it, so... <laughs> uh... In the spirit of investigation, Daniel uh, investigates that body as well. <laughs> so what you see, Daniel, and you know this person as well, is your helm. Um, his ribs that you can see as, the, as you kind of lift the door from him, caved in, just broken, as his chest kind of is, sinks in. I'm shame. Well, it's clear by the attacks that uh, you, traveler, are not the perpetrator. Uh, hold on. I'm offended by that. I could have d easily done that. Okay, well. <sighs> it was not a question of your might. However, this was clearly done by a wild animal. Uh, and you do not strike me as one. No. You said the Thane sent you? Yes. What village are you from? Uh, we are from Tortbur. It is not terribly far from here. Uh, as I said, as when our Thane reaches out, uh, I find myself working for him quite often. Why do you ask? Are there any northern men in there? Northern there. men in the town? Northern men. Well, uh, I'm not quite sure what you mean, Traveler. Uh, Men from the north. Well, <laughs> right. Mara just dies laughing at that. Like, <laughs> that's not even out of character. Like, she's just cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Well, dare I point you in the way of my homestead without even knowing your name? My name is Bryce, and that is all I will allow you to know for now. Well, Bryce, once we have figured out what has happened here, we'd be happy to help you find any men from the north in Tartbur. And uh, Bryce puts away his sword and uh, throws out his hand for a handshake. 
Anyone ever seen Predator? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Daniel accepts, just, of course. Just do that. That, that works. <laughs> Zoom in on muscle. <laughs> so before you... I mean, ha- you could just, like, you guys with the... What's with the, that? You, like, reach across? With the way, like, that's set up. Yeah, he could, like... I don't know. Never mind. It's not that important. <laughs> do it. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Okay. Hudson's going the wrong way. <laughs> there we go. Oh, wait. We so no. We're no. so good at this. Yes, we are. <laughs> good. Who are you people? <laughs> How are we going to survive more than a session? <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm like, like, but basically, before you return to Toddbury, you will need some sort of evidence to provide to Oswin, you know, based right. on what happened here. So. You need to really figure out, you know, what exactly went down. You mentioned Daniel. I'm trying to see what kind of animal it was or trying to find anything else there. If you would like to do that, um, I will take a spot hidden roll. Ooh. He said it. That's a thing. Ooh. I rolled a 46 versus 40. That is a failure. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> okay cool. all right yeah so you don't really notice anything that would tell you exactly what kind of animal or what size it was but what you do notice um just based on that is there seems to be some fur um like kind of caught on the doorway but you can't tell much more than that you see some sort of fur hair something on that doorway uh, I walk over to it and I rub it between, Daniel rubs it between his fingers and says, uh, <clears throat> well, uh, I would bet the wolf we are searching for has made a visit. Hmm. From uh, London, yes. can I, uh, can I look at the fur and see, uh, uh what kind of fur it is? Okay, Sure. Um, if you just give me um, a nature roll. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I probably should have. Yeah. Hard success. Great. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So, as you, you know, take the uh, take the fur in your hand and kind of, you know, investigate it, um, you can tell that this is some sort of, uh, some sort of canine uh, fur. Right, but what even more, you know, kind of uh, makes that official is you look out, kind of at the door, and you can see these large dog-like footprints in the mud that are right outside of the house. They head east, which goes deeper into the forest. Elliot, this is when he makes his your dog this is your dog yes yes <laughs> He's the wolf. i told you that he had to be in it somehow <laughs> so something that also that bryce notices is that you know this is no normal dog it's 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 probably larger than the the dogs that you all would have seen you know just domesticated okay mm. it looks like you're looking for a large dog a wolf yeah, that's Aye. what a wolf is. Aye. Yep. Ditto. Where did you say you were from again? 
the north. <laughs> Very descriptive. Okay. <laughs> Keeper, remind us again. Is it? Uh, it's nightfall, correct? Yes. So it's it's okay. beginning to get darker, and it's still raining outside. Um, you can hear the pitter patter, kind of like drawing up the mud there. So those those tracks, they're not they're not old, since they're you, they're still able to be made out there. All right. So anybody yeah. else want to give me any more spot hidden rolls just to? Um, I want to look at the against all, you know, better judgment. Um, I want to check out the baby blanket. Okay. And see if there's signs of like, is the baby good? I, I'm I'm real worried about this baby. I'm gonna be honest. Okay. okay. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Spot hidden. Is the baby good? Jesus. That is a hard success. Oh, hard success. Okay. Yeah, I keep clicking the wrong window. <laughs> so to the question, is the baby good? You see the swaddling blanket, right? And yeah. in it, you see no baby, but you do see blood. And since that's such a good success, like the the light from outside twinkles off of droplets that are on the floor that lead out the door. It's fine. It's just like Romulus and Remus. This is where the myth started. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Um, I guess I'll just... Um, I think the wolf has the baby. Is that a thing wolves do? Do, do they normally take babies? Is that... Or perhaps the baby has the wolf. <laughs> that, that's what their blood is from. It's wolf blood. That's why the first missing that baby is just like pile driving. That's not a pile drive. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Baby's winning the fight is where I'm going. Choke slam. Yeah. It's baby big show. One of those things. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, from Adventure Time, just singing the Buff Baby song as it's like dragging the wolf through the woods. <laughs> all right, all right. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, you see that those droplets kind of make their way outside, um, past those deep gouges and fur that are in the the doorway there. Well, no matter how bad we want to find this child, I'm afraid. Both of us would end up quite like it if we went out now. Uh, I will join you on your journey. Only if you will take me to your village afterwards. I we have a deal. Uh, does anyone? Wrong way again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> does it... This is going to spell. Perfect. <laughs> Does anyone have a source of light? I know we did not bring much. Uh, maybe a, a, a lamp. Something. I did forget to fill out an inventory sheet yet again, which I'm Hold notorious for. Let, uh, so. let me check my inventory. Real quick. Wait, did I take the... Uh, I do not have a torch or anything, but I do have a flintstone and iron, 
London, are there any sticks outside that I could uh, wrap up some cloth and uh, make a small torch out of? There are. Um, you know, so there's obviously trees basically surrounding the whole perimeter of this farm. Um, every, all the immediate, um, you know, surroundings are pretty much cleared. Um, to the back of the house, there are the fields and the, the animals um, that you can hear chattering um, out back. Um, but around the perimeter of the place, there are sticks and trees that you could freely take. Okay. Uh, I take, all right, so I, I go over to, how, how much fur was uh, the the wolf or dog's fur that I found or that uh, Daniel found? Just a few traces, not not too substantial. Okay, so it was not like a bundle of fur, like somebody had skinned a wolf or something right yeah also the uh, baby didn't skin the wolf it just <laughs> also um, there's, there's plenty of uh sheets and things in the house okay I well imagine. i grab uh, a sheet from the bed or the house and i go over and grab a stick a very large stick wrap the blanket up and i use my flint and stone uh to start a uh, torch okay so as you go out there to you know f- fetch a stick from outside um there is a there is a tree that you um, approached, you know, to kind of, you know, see if there's any that have fallen in the storm as the wind blows and hits against the, the branches there. Um, but give me a spot hidden. Uh oh. I'm not gonna make the face every time he says it. I promise. <laughs> Failure. Give me a dodge. A... Oh no. <laughs> okay. This is a good sign. No, it's not. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank God. Oh, Oh. extreme success. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So that's a one in a million shot, kid. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a like 35 and 100, I guess. But that's still, that's Sorry, good. That wasn't yeah, we're gonna do the that math. That's good. It's a security <laughs> so you jump back as you just see this this blur go to go past your face and slam into the ground with a thud. It's the body of a hound, um, not big enough to make those large tracks that you saw earlier, but it's a dead dog, and its teeth are in a snarl as its like corpse just lies there. For some reason, it was flung up into this tree and has since been blown by the wind down in front of you. There is a big wound in the side of it that just oozes this black pus. Can I uh, inspect the dog's fur? It is a dog, correct? Yes. Uh, Can I inspect the dog's fur just to see if it's the same fur that uh, Daniel found? Okay, yeah. So, um, what you notice is that the fur that you that, that Daniel found it was like a light gray with some some speckles of uh, reddish brown in there. Um, this hound is it's it's a darker brown, a much darker. Um, that and you didn't find any sort of traces of that color in the specific fur that you found um, back at the farmhouse. Okay. Okay, yeah, this so. is not your dog. Uh, and this is when we're standing in the doorway and 
Yeah, I have no clue what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going, this isn't your dog. It was, it was the thud. It was the thud. The thud I don't believe Daniel. this is who you're tracking. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Okay. Um, the thud grabs our attention and Daniel and Merwin uh, come, yeah. outside, come outside the door. Um, what in the God's name was that? It seems... Oh no, I'm doing British RP now. Yes, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It looks as though... Great, here we go. The RP is coming out really badly now. <clears throat> this dog fell from the tree. Well, I've only ever been asked to get cats out of trees, not full-sized dogs. Did you, did you see it fall from a bread? How do you explain this? It fell from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that makes I no mean... bloody sense. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so well, from there, um, as you're all standing outside, um, is there anything else you want to inspect around this place before you uh, head back to Totber, I guess, is was the plan here? Okay, so there was a trail of blood. And there's tracks as well. Yeah, so we know kind of the rough direction it's going. Okay, and this baby is this baby is missing, and uh, the sense uh, of urgency, yeah. especially with that torch, tells us that it would be best to possibly attempt to follow the tracks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, especially with us finding, you know, another dead wolf canine dog. Mm. So everybody I mean, give me track rolls, specifically track. Ooh. I'm so good at this, you guys. That's, yeah, yeah that's a failure. Daniel Smithson's <laughs> success. Ooh. Okay. What? <laughs> okay, so as get a... ready for me to fail everything that's not related to play <laughs> blue. That's where I perked. Loot. There has <laughs> to like be a loot else. roll here in this loot game. and lock picking. That, that's it. <laughs> so well, at least somebody got a, a, a success. He's a seasoned woodman, woodsman, so he knows his way, you know, around nature and having a keen eye for the tracks of specific animals. So. What Daniel notices that you two just don't quite have the eye for is that, that that blood that was inside, it's almost intermixed with those wolf tracks that lead off. But also, due to that, that roll you just made, there's a small person's tracks heading south back towards Totber. It actually is Jack Jack. Is there any way we can examine to maybe get a, a rough sorry a rough guess on the You're telling me a baby just got up and left and went to another village? Was he booking it? Was it like sprint tracks? Like was it just the ball of the foot or like Hold on, let it let it needs a minute. <laughs> 
It's it's not baby size. It I'd say it's just like a small person. Small person, not a not a baby. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> but way I see it, it, it could be the baby. Oh, could be the baby. Could be the baby. Not older. Definitely not the baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. The way so, I see it. So yeah, what the... do you what do you think about this? The wife is dead. Uh, the baby, last I remember meeting him, he was not old enough to walk. So I will not lie to you, I do not feel the impulse to follow these, what appears to be a very small human's tracks. I say we follow these wolf tracks and verify that we well, can at least attempt to find this child. I mean, if the small tracks were heading back to Totbur, then that means that someone in Totbur will have seen them when we get back, so we can just kind of worry about that later. It's not exactly as pressing. Solid point, Merwin. I agree. Okay. So you... But. Oh. Oh. But. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> I am still watching you very closely. Well, and that's I... all. That's all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So we are in agreement. Okay. Great. Great. Um, so you are wanting to follow these 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 tracks. Um, again, it's getting darker here, but now you do have a torch. Um, something that Oswin said before you left was to you know to gather any evidence, and he would be able to um, perhaps provide some support if this was indeed a wolf. Um, but you would like to proceed directly to follow the tracks. Okay. As you near the edge of the farm. Give me listen rolls. Oh dear. I'm not good at that either. Nope. That looks like an extreme success for old Daniel Smithson over here. Ooh. Success for Briseus. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> All right. So y'all are nearing the edge of the property. There's a lean-to. Um, this is kind of um, not too far away from you, but... It might as well just be two inches away from Daniel as he... <laughs> just like, <laughs> what was that? You hear this this deep breathing. It's almost like crying that you hear um, as someone is just beside themselves in this small shed. It's not a wolf. It's a man's breath. But there is... There's something wrong here, and sobbing begins to happen, as Daniel can tell that this was only intensified by the presence of you three. Bryce, uh, help me out here, will you? And uh, I'd like to approach this lean-to. Okay. All right. So as you like right behind them. <laughs> <laughs> As you approach
approach the lean-to, you see this person inside just kind of curled up in, in like fetal position and just, just weeping. And then their eyes look up at you and... Is it still here? Is what here? The wolf! I saw it! Don't let it get you! Be quiet! It was here! It was here! Alright. Shh! 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 Come here! Don't let it hear you! It was here! Alright, Melon and Bryce. Let's, uh. Keep it down, I suppose. When did you last see this wolf? Not not long ago. It 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 went off with Enric. It took Enric. Oh, shut. We need to get this man back to safety. I, can't I agree. Stay here. I can't stay here. Take me to thought where I can't stay here. Listen. How big was this wolf? It was, it wasn't, it wasn't natural, it wasn't, and then his hands just go straight to his face as he just breaks down into this sob from just conjuring up the image of this very large wolf in his head. He just, just kind of throws himself into your arms, Bryce. The man's delusional. I believe him. Well, either way, we need to get him back to safety. He has nothing to protect himself with. A wolf that big out there. None of us are safe. Can't so it just sounds... leave the baby. I mean, she's right. Then perhaps we should stay and fight. I mean, if we we don't have to hunt it if we make enough noise. And I like pull my loot out. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Melvin, are you crazy? Probably. <sighs> okay. So Oh, and, I'm not going to do the fighting. Uh, I just want to point that out to everyone. <laughs> I will not be fighting. I'm just going to stand here and play background music for all of you. Don't you have a knife or something? I do have a dagger, yes, but... <laughs> you, you're just... This is not for you. I get it. Nah. London, uh, when Bryce entered the room, mm -hmm. uh, he had drawn his sword, so my, my sword is already drawn. Okay, yeah, so this is just like a small little shed. It's even, like, open. So y'all are out of the rain, but y'all are still out outside as darkness is now, you know, really, really setting in. Yeah. Friend, you won't like to hear it, but you have to stay here. Did you by chance... Stop sobbing. Did you by chance see a child with this wolf? Did... Was there anything else beside this wolf? It was just Enric. It took 
Enric and, 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 and uh. just killed Bjorn Helm and, and Alright. We have here, to friend. do something. It just took the child. Did it look like it was going to harm the child? Was that British RP again? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so, but it was so fast. It just took off and ran into the woods. And he points in the direction of the tracks that you saw. Right. Friend, you've been fine until now. We're going to have to leave you here. Bryce, if you join us, and, well, be so kind. I'd say we find this child. We've come this far. I love a good hunt. Aye. All right. So, so just so I can get it in my head here, what's the what's the plan? So, are you all just going after the wolf now, or I mentioned that you're going to stay here and draw some, you know, draw attention to yourselves, or what is what is the game plan of the group here? Merwin has a point. Um, I'm thinking. What is the surrounding area? Are we in a possible next to a pasture, so an open field? Yes, uh, yes. So, and the animals are—they haven't been put up. They're still out, um, out in the pasture, out in the rain, um, and they look pretty startled. Okay, I have a question. Yes. The animals have the animals been being attacked, or was it just the family? Um. Yeah, you don't know how many animals were here. There seems to be, you know, quite a few out there. But they do seem shaken, like they're making lots of noise and just kind of crowded together yeah. and very, very frustrated. So, so it seems that they also encountered whatever this was. Okay. I just didn't know if it was specifically hunting humans or if it was just hunting. Well, these animals are the least of our concerns, so... Yep. <laughs> Merwin, you might have been right this time. I vote we draw this wolf with the sound of the loot. I'm going to start strumming. Just... <laughs> I know you've been waiting for this. Give me a, a loot roll, Carl. I have been waiting. <laughs> the best part is it's not even my highest stat, I don't think. Oh, my goodness. One put my thing into edit mode, London. It's uh, like at a five. <laughs> no, it's, at a, it's fine. It's at a sixty. I oh. failed. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong thing. I shouldn't have put so much into lot picking. <laughs> so you begin to play, and you start with this chord that's just like, <laughs> like, it, like it just sounds like, it sounds like, I don't know what it sounds like, <laughs> but the rain is getting to the loot a little bit. It's kind of warping it. It's not making the right sound. Yeah, whatever whatever sound it made, um, that thing didn't like it. Well. And now it's coming closer to you. It wasn't how I wanted to go about the plan, but it worked. The shadow gets closer and closer. It's almost it's just like... It's almost as, as if it's trying to hold itself together as it just makes its way towards you. Do you feel that, Bryce? Yes. 
As it gets closer, you make out, you know, longer hair. You can see the bloody dress and the blanket that's being dragged behind. And, uh, is this a four-legged figure? No, it's a two-legged figure. Um, oh. but there is... Oh, I knew it. There I is knew it. quickly <laughs> a four-legged figure that is making its way even quicker towards you all. It's not the wolf. So there's two figures. There's two figures. There is this okay. woman that's very yep. quickly making her way t- towards you, and there's dro- she's dropping... It's almost as if her organs are falling out of her as she just takes step after step towards you. She's barely holding herself together as a four-legged friend um, also makes its way almost at a sprint towards you all. All right, so will you tell everyone at home what your uh, your dexterity um, skills are? Because we are about to enter into combat. Mine is 70. Okay. Oof. Bryce is 70 also. And old Daniel's at a 50. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So Bryce, Marilyn, and Daniel. So who uh, would like to go first in this uh, situation, Bryce, between Bryce and Marilyn? Marilyn. Oh, God, I was going to say Bryce. Okay. <laughs> um, cool. I will... Uh, I'm just going to pull out my dagger and just kind of be ready. Okay. I, I'm not going to attack this thing. I'm just going to be prepared when it comes at me to get out of its way. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, um, what happens Never is Everything that... that is. <laughs> yeah, this undead hound. It's still blue, oozing this, like, black, like, almost ink from, the, from its side. Just comes full speed at Bryce and pounces. You can see its teeth that also contain that black liquid as it snaps at you. Um, let's see here. And that is first in the deck's order. So let's see what it does here. Uh-oh. Okay, and it does, um, it just barely, like, you know, takes a bite at your, at your shoulder, um, for one damage. Okay. Okay. All right, now. That heart success scared me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and so who was going first between you all? Marilyn? Uh, that was Marilyn. Apparently it's me. Okay. okay. Cool. Um, so yeah. you just saw you just saw this this hound just rah, right at uh, Bryce um, as he kind of jumps back. It didn't take him down, but it's there. And you can all see it. Where did it, it bite me again? On the shoulder. Your, your left shoulder. Um, Ow, jeez. <laughs> quickly okay. approaching um, is, this, is this other undead figure that's coming towards you. Okay. Um, I'm worried about the woman more than the wolf. Y'all have got the wolf. Um, so I'm just going to kind of stare this woman down and try to figure out if she's, like, malicious. I'm assuming she is, but, like, you never know. Yeah, there's just, like, a deadness in her eyes, like. Okay, cool. It, but she's um, just coming very steadily towards you with a hand outstretched. I'm just going to kind of, like, slowly be backing up, like, I hate to do this because I want to fight, but I feel like Merwin is not versed in fighting, so she doesn't really know what to do, so she's just kind of, like, holding her dagger out, just, like, backing up slowly. Okay, so what's your action for this round? Are you just going to... I'm just going to kind of, I guess, prepare a dodge action, maybe? Can I do that? 
whenever um, she attacks? Yeah, so you you can like when they're attacking, you can also just choose to dodge. Um, okay. But that's but that's like you know you have to get a higher level of success whenever you do that. Okay. Then they. Um. Will. Yeah. My dodge is shitty. I guess that I'll just kind of take a little pot shot at her then. If. Okay. It's kind of. Go ahead. Not a very good one. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. Okay. If I can remember. That's a hard success, and it does five damage. Boom. Okay. Awesome. Um. So you take that straight to her. Where do you hit her? Um. I guess I want to like stab her in the arm. Ooh. I guess, since that's kind of close to me. Okay. Yeah. Like for sure. Ready. Yeah. So you like stab her in the arm, and it just like just like severs basically the tendons that were barely hanging on there. It seems that she's been decaying very, very fast and you're you're expediting that whole situation as the arm just starts dangling from this dagger hit. Alright. Okay. Next up is is Angifu. Uh so let's see what she does here as she's right in front of you. Okay. Cool. So she takes her like her nails and tries to go straight for your eyes, but it just just straight misses as she's still shaken um, by the hit she took to her arm. Okay, so now it's Daniel. Hell yeah! Oh, oh, yeah. oh Bryce, Bryce, oh. Bryce. Damn. We don't want to skip you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna take the long sword out. So the the wolf is the closest to me, correct? Yes. Okay, and uh. I'm going to take my long sword out, and I'm going to aim for the head. All right, go ahead. Literally. I feel like all of us are just fighting back the urge to quote Oh, it yes. Right Hard success. <laughs> okay, yeah. Can you roll for that in your... Um... Roll for damage? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just got like a double hard success. That's crazy. All right. Yeah, so you aim for the head of this of this hound as you take your sword. Whoosh, it kind of goes straight down the middle as it's trying to snap at you. Just like splits where it's 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 snout is in half. Um, that was that was insane. Okay, great. Now How much hmm? what do you roll for your damage on a long sword? What is that, Hudson? That was me. My yeah, voice isn't that manly. No, no. I mean, like, what is your sword? I didn't want to look <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's one. Oh, thank you, Carly, for saying my voice. Yeah, that was. Good. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's it's actually one d eight. Oh God! So you rolled max damage. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But plus, since it's, it's melee, it would also be uh, his damage bonus. Um, okay. I don't see that put in here. Is it melee or melee? Super Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers says melee. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So basically, you take this thing out as you like split it. As it just like kind of just like slows down as it sticks to your sword, um, and you kind of draw it back, and it just falls to the ground. All right. Insane, Daniel. What are you doing? Uh, apparently I've just been watching. <laughs> Go, Bryce. He's vibing. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'm, well, so, uh, you know, I arrived here with Marilyn, we are, uh, friends, and so I see that 
Bryce has everything together, as one might say. And so I'm going to help Merwin with the spooky lady. <laughs> How so? Uh, so I see Merwin uh, land a successful dagger hit. And I'm going to uh, take my axe and make a hefty swing at the evil lady. Do it. All right. I really hope this woman is actually evil. Otherwise, we're just already murdered. Well, she did kind of come for your eyes. Uh, Anyone who goes for the eyes is evil. Um, From what you can see, she is like a a zombie, basically. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, that's the axe skill, right? Yeah. Under your combat panel. How? How? Oh, man. Okay, that's a failure somehow. Okay. Use <laughs> luck on that. Uh, he can, if he would like. He can, but this does have to last us an entire. Yeah, that yeah. is true. That is true. This he isn't an eighties a... one shot where we just spend <laughs> all of our luck. <laughs> and Merwin did land a good hit, so I will take the uh, the slight miss there by five points. Okay. Cool. Now it's back to you, Merwin. Okay. Um, I'm feeling pretty proud of myself like I, I landed a hit so i'm gonna go for another one okay um i'm gonna actually pull up my thing uh that one's a failure okay all right yeah so how how were you trying to hit her how were you trying to um i feel like i was just kind of swinging with the dagger at this point like not really knowing mm-hmm. just kind of hoping for the best i have a dagger somewhere yeah yeah it's full of hudson out of weapon. It's dark and it's and it's wet outside, so it's hard to really land that hit there. Um, but she is going to try to claw your eyes out once again. Let's see. Appreciate it. And she oh, hits. No. Um, she hits. She she kind of like tries to grab your face as her her fingers like sink around around your where your eye is. Um, for five damage to you. Okay, so how does the dodge work if my dodge is not higher than her? It just it just doesn't work. Okay, cool. Never mind then. I was gonna say because my dodge is thirty five. Right. Stupid and didn't perk into dodge at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Cool. Okay. All right. Next up, Bryce. Okay, so the wolf is dead. Yes. Perfect. All right, so they're still uh, working with the dead old lady. Yes. Or lady. Um, okay. I take out my Frankish throwing axe, <laughs> and I throw it at the lady's head. Okay, give me a throw. The dead lady, not not heroin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> give me a throw. Appreciate it. Oof. I love that it's firearm Ooh. skill. <laughs> okay. Hard success. <laughs> That's insane. Okay, yeah. So you throw this uh, this this Frankish axe as it spins in the air and just square between her eyes as she just stops Boom. and just falls backward into the mud as it splashes up around her. Almost splashing Merwin in the face um, from this impact on the ground. As these two undead beings lie before you. Nice throw. Thank you. 
Carol's just kind of stunned with a dagger in her hand, like just kind of staring at the dagger, like, what the fuck just happened? All right. I found you, wolf. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did, Bryce. Um, what the hell? Merwin, are you hurt? I'm. I mean, a little, but I'll. I'll be fine. From here, what is the next course of action? We gotta find the baby. <laughs> that was the whole point of this. Okay. How is the uh, the bystander and all this? Yo, uh, he's he's kind of still cowering back into the shed. Like he's just just like very fearful. Um, and he's he's even worse off now as he. He's pretty much just retreated to this corner, and as much as you try to talk to him, you aren't able to get much more out of him after seeing, you know, someone that he once served rise and then be taken down. Yeah. It's no use to us. London, um, Bryce goes over to the wolf's body and inspects it uh, to see... uh, what kind of wolf it is because he he has ran across a couple of monsters in his life so far and he just wants to uh try and figure out what he's dealing with mm-hmm. okay so as you go over to it you notice um first off it's not a wolf it's just a dog it's just like a, ha- a hound um okay just if you had to guess just that the hound that this, these, these farmers you know kind of had around the house they're they're, they're man's best friend um but as you're inspecting it, you can give me um, a nature roll. Wait, so was that the big one, or was that the one that was dead? This is the one that fell out of the tree. Man. This is so not we still haven't fought the big one. It's not a wolf, yeah. Okay. I was okay. thinking that seemed way too easy for that to be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, well, that was a great game. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, Where was this when we were in France? <laughs> so did you say the uh, the lady was dragging something? Yeah, the blanket. She had the blanket with her. Okay. Uh, Daniel would like to inspect the blanket. Okay, what are you inspecting it for? Uh, blood. Because it seems that these things This is were... the same blanket, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same so way. everything else was oozing this black goo, and I am checking for no. Checking for human blood. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there is definitely blood there. It's different from the um, from that black uh, substance that you've seen elsewhere. Hmm. All right. So from here, are you wanting to go? You know, directly after those tracks. I say we have to. We yeah. there is no child here. Okay, cool. Um, so as it gets darker and darker, um, there's not much light around to help you see. Um, as you walk further and further from the farm, you're able to follow those tracks just by the little light that Bryce has from from his makeshift torch. But eventually, even it. Um, dwindles and dies. Give me a spot hidden. All of us? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, 
save us, Bryce. Okay. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Failures all except for Bryce. <laughs> I'm very distracted. All right. Okay. So what you see, Bryce, is there is a den. Nobody else sees it, but it's very dark, and your eyes seem to have adjusted a little more than everyone else. But there is a shallow den, not too far from where you are. You've been traveling for about mm, an hour from the farm. But the faint tracks that you saw combined with that den shows that this might be some sort of um, spot uh, of activity. Okay, is it a like... A den in the side of a mountain, like a cave, or is yeah. it just like a house? Or... Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of just carved into the side of this, um, this like small hill, um, with like a rock jutting out from the top, two kind of flanking it that leads inside the hill. Okay. Very shallow, very shallow, but it's there. And also, but just from here, it's dark, but you can see that there's nothing kind of resting under there. But if you want to give me another spot hidden roll, you can. I think that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Sh should I give him another spot hit and roll? Uh, are you asking? I'm, I'm asking y'all. Are, uh, are we feeling to just approach the sten or? Let's just do it. It's fine. We already yeah. killed a wolf. Uh, oh, it's yeah. dark out here. I was a dog, but. <laughs> Everyone wolf doesn't know. Dog. It's a wolf to her. <laughs> All right. I guess we approach the uh, the den. Okay. If I were a hey, monster, man. that's where I'd be hiding. Uh, no. All right. Spot hidden. I guess I had to give you a spot hidden anyway. <laughs> Oh hey. my god. Extreme success. I'll take it. Extreme right success down. from Daniel Smithson. Okay. Good job, Daniel. VP of the night. <laughs> okay. Um, so as you all make your way under this, this 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 small shelter here, there's no signs of animal or anything, but under this mound of dirt and fur, at the very back of this dark, shallow den. There's a knife covered in this tarry black substance. Sorry. I'm just thinking. I know this is a serious moment. What do you have? A knife! No! no. Uh, where, so, so, yes, this is. <laughs> that's what you see, Bryce. What is the uh, light source in here, by the way? Is there one? No, not really. Okay, right. It's just, you know, just your eyes have, have adjusted. But again, it's very, very dark. It gets super dark out in, in these parts. There's not this sort of ambient light that we have from being outside anywhere here. It's like being yeah, on yeah, Carly's yeah. driveway. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So uh, Bryce sees the dagger, and then I rolled an extreme. What did what did Daniel see? What Daniel sees that's being hit by the very faintest of moonlight that's far away is this water skin. 
leather water skin across the way. And as you go to inspect it, um, it's empty. But it mm -hmm. smells like milk. Like regular milk or like soured milk? <laughs> like, <laughs> like regular, just unfiltered, natural milk. <laughs> At this Sweet. time, there's like a one of those milk mustaches comes on my lip. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like, like it just like floats in. Can I do a milk filter? Like a. Call <laughs> Commercial, the got milk commercial with Aaron Burr. Oh my god. All right, all right. Okay. <clears throat> so, milk water skin. <laughs> I, I get it. HP Lovecraft. <laughs> all right. So Bryce has the dagger. Um I like is there okay, when I'm inspecting this dagger, um when I when I'm looking at this this kind of dark goo. Do I know what it is? Hmm, okay. Um, you can give me a natural world roll. It seems as though I do. Okay. All right. It's a success. Okay. Even with that success you don't quite know what this is. You've never seen it before. You can't clearly identify it. But if anything, you know that it seems to be organic. Okay. So I can eat it. You can. If you would like. No! Bryce! Don't eat the goo. See it like going to his mouth, like, what the fuck? Bryce, no. <laughs> what is it? Seems as though it's black goo. And you're going to and eat your it? Your first thought is to eat it. I'm very hungry. Oh. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, as, as far as I can tell, <laughs> I came into this expecting him to be basically be Geralt, and he's fucking, he's Roach. <laughs> I pulled a 360 on you so quick. <laughs> or a 180, a 360 would not know. <laughs> as far as I see it, it is darker than the caverns of hell out here. We have a dagger with black goo and a milk jug in a den. <laughs> I can't help but notice we are but short of one child. Okay, here's my theory. The wolf. I've heard, I've heard stories like this. The wolf adopted the child. It got the milk to care for the child. I know it sounds wild, but like, if you think about it, it kind of makes more sense than literally anything else going on right now. Considering the circumstances. I, I don't fully you. understand the knife and the goo. But. I don't know. Just 
Batista. Well, the only intelligent decision being this far out into the woods, I can tell you, is to at least stay put. Is there any way we can get fire? Do you still have your uh, flint and steel, Bryce? Of course. I say we post up or at least get light in this den. So the best course of action here, as you have all um, kind of concluded, is to, you know, set up shop for the night. There's not much else you can do when it's this dark outside, especially not following any sort of tracks. But you do have, as you mentioned, the milk jug, this, this sticky black knife, and a handful of tracks that have led you to this den. Now Bryce is able to, you know, make a fire, as he once did back on the, back on the farm. Daniel is able to kill a, a, a small, <laughs> small little animal. <laughs> that oh, no. is that is. <laughs> Please stay away. <laughs> as he's able to make a little bit of food for um for Bryce, Merwin strums by the firelight. Um. As the night concludes. But now, in a couple of hours, the sun will rise, of course. Day will come. But in that will also be terrors that these three couldn't yet imagine. And we will explore those after our break. You know, we didn't even consider the fact that it's probably going to come back. Like... We're just sleeping in this thing's house. We're just Goldilocks with three bears. <laughs> Y'all really are. Y'all are just in this den that we're <laughs> sleeping. Very smart. I can't wait to see what happens with that. And we will find that out in 15 minutes if y'all want to, you know, go refill your drinks. Do whatever you would like. Um, and we'll be back. Daniel's not scared of the dark. <laughs> I am. Oh, okay. (laughs) Hello, hello. We are back from our break. When we last left off, um, our our heroes were camping out in this small little animal's den. They had just made their way from the farm where they were in search of an infant that seems to have been carried away by a very large wolf. Hmm. Now... Since it was dark, they decided they couldn't go any further, but one of them, Daniel, is awakened in the middle of the night by a light that's far off in the distance. Daniel. Yep. So, it first starts as just this this dim glow behind your eyelids that just gets brighter and brighter until it finally awakens you. It's still nighttime. Your companions are sleeping, but off in the distance, maybe 30 feet or so, you can see this source of light. Do you Uh follow it? You wake your I'm friends. I'm so glad I have one rock, paper, scissors. 
Daniel's going to grab his axe and start slowly walking towards the light to see if he can identify what it is. Right, right, right. You make your way to this clearing with this massive tree. It seems to be the source of this light. Hanging from the tree are these small bones, uh, full skeletons, uh, skulls, just hanging from these very thin strings from all throughout the, uh, the tree. Hmm. Spooky. Uh, going to be honest, aside from being taken aback by skeletons, I just feel compelled to come towards this tree. <laughs> That's the thing. There seems to be uh, like thousands and thousands of of bones and pieces of of small, almost infant-sized rib cages, spines. Assorted long bones. Just then. From behind the tree, this this stooped old ratty-haired woman just kind of hobbles out from behind the tree. There's a hood over her head and just like these gray, just like poofs of hair kind of make themselves seen from under the hood. She's on a cane and she hobbles over to you and she simply says, What do you seek? We seek a child. A baby. <laughs> well, then you come to the right place. And she kind of gestures up as there's all these bones, uh, these small bones above her. You're sick. I'm not sick. These are the the ones that I couldn't save. What do you mean, save? It's almost as if, she, as if she freezes. And just as suddenly as she freezes, she lunges at you, grabs your wrist. Give me a power roll. <laughs> Hard success. Um, so, as you look into the face of this woman that's grabbing you at your wrist as you're now closer to her than ever, you don't see a face under there. You see this void. A void filled with stars that starts swirling and swirling and just moving. And moving and moving as, as they turn into sort of like a, a nebula before your very eyes. Suddenly... You're alone. She's not there. The tree's not there. It's not night anymore. It's daytime. You're in this, this large field. At least a hundred soldiers in, in this metal armor are just marching in a tight formation across the field. When you hear these screams from the other side of all of these many more small sort of covered figures, these small men rush the armored men. From behind these small figures jumps this large wolf. It's at least eight foot tall if it was like on its hind legs and sitting straight up. But it jumps from over them 
and just comes barreling into the armored figures, attacking and just tearing them limb from limb. Their spears do nothing to pierce the hides of this creature. Within minutes, these armored men are just merely pieces. Another wolf joins and feeds on these people as the very small figures you know, not so strong of their own, but with their beasts, they pick up the pieces of the armor, they pick up the weapons, they pet these large wolves. Everything swirls again. You're in a small village. Now you see armored soldiers all around you, tearing down this large tower that sits in the middle of the village. As it crashes down, this mirror at the top shatters into a million pieces. Give me a sanity roll. Hard success. Oh, okay. Alright. So that means you only take three points of sanity loss. As your mind is blown by what you just saw. But now it's daytime, it's morning, and you were just alone in a clearing, not too far um, from where your camp was last night. And Daniel's going to run so fast that he stumbles over himself to wake up Bryce and Merwin, calling on their names as he runs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get I get back to the cave and uh, both of you uh, have heard um, I have hoped have heard me screaming and running towards you. Yeah, I'm like scrambling, like trying to figure out what's going on. Like, what the what? What is it? Oh, that was not. Oh, oh, that voice. All right. <laughs> that was certainly something. <laughs> I need Would to show you like to something. narrate your screaming. Would you like to do it for us? <laughs> Okay. Very uh, far uh, away from the mic. There you go. Is that good? Okay. The tip outside the case. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so I I, uh, I come to the cave and I get both of your attention and I need to show you something. What? There's a tree with. With children's bones. You follow me, please. Are you sure you weren't having a nightmare? Merwin. Okay. okay. Show us. And uh... okay, yeah. So you you make your you all make your way back towards um, this clearing, um, the site of this this tree with the children's bones. Um, but as you make your way there. It's, there's nothing. It's just a, a clear area. You see no tree. You see no trace of a tree. You see no bones. You see no old crone. You see no battle. You see no wolves. But if you give me a listen oh. roll, you might find something, all three of you. Oh, goodness. 
We've already established that I'm so good at those. <gasps> oh. Did it. Daniel and Merwin both hear a twig snap to your right. Someone there is hiding. But not very well. Not very well at all. Um, and they <laughs> notice that they've been spotted. And they just pounce out. You see this um, sort of tallish man with a hood on. Um, he has long hair, reddish hair, um, a bushy-ish beard, and these intense eyes that just look at you. He has a spear. This is Daniel Baskin's character. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. If Daniel Baskin's comes in. <laughs> and none of us do. He, just, <laughs> he just rolls in. Oh, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. <laughs> oh, thank the Lord. No. <laughs> no. People are like, who? Like, like what? Um, it's fine. Okay, yeah. So we gotta take a we have to take a break just to, to explain the story. So we were in the French Pyrenees, <laughs> these French soldiers. Um, one of them was um, played by Hudson. And it's freezing outside. Um, they're out in the elements, and they're about to like really freeze to death when they find this small Basque village. And it was such a beautiful moment because like it was a very well described scene. And then Hudson is given this this great Oscar worthy performance of like <laughs> hey. Renault's voice too. Yes, yeah, like, he's like, "Hey, John," and that's Daniel's character. John, <laughs> there was a village, and just as quick as that. Daniel as John goes, oh, thank the Lord. And like, I'm like, <laughs> like, let's <laughs> I'm like, okay. Thank the Lord. I'm like, you I'm have like, to, you great. have that clip, London. You have to like put that on YouTube or embed something. That, <laughs> embed that in this. Wonderful. Yes. <laughs> I would say his performance, I would say his performance was the Oscar winning performance. Honestly. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's one of those performances. And I mean, I'm sure you all, it, you know, at home have played in games where there's always that funny, <laughs> that funny ass character. And then they're the one that like solves everything. Or they're the one with the plan or they're the one that just comes and just like bodies. Like that's, that, 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 that was that character. <laughs> <laughs> but this is not okay. Daniel. I hate to say that, but like I, we, we don't have Damn. him here tonight. Maybe he will guest join us for one session or, you know, for multiple. <laughs> but no, this very intense man who has just been found out. Spear in hand. Give me what you have, and then leave. You no. heard me. I'm talking to you. Give me what you have, and then leave. <laughs> so, I think you are... No. <laughs> Look, okay. You're, you're in the wrong place for a mugging, friend. Oh, yeah? Then he, like, whistles. <laughs> And then, like, from around the corner, one more. Two more than that. Two more than that come out. Um, until he's surrounded by these five figures that kind of corner you from behind, from the way which you came back towards the, the, the den, um, and kind of encircle you. Now, if you want to leave here with your life, give me your things, and then get going. We have nothing of value to you. If you live out here in the woods, what good would any of this do you? You seem to be holding your own with the spears just fine. 
I won't ask again. He just kind of like approaches. Um, you haven't asked in the first place. You've simply demanded of us, and you know that's not a very polite thing to do. <laughs> if you truly need something, then just simply ask for it. You might receive it. Okay. Uh, either of you. Uh... Yeah, with that. Yeah, give, you got to give me something for that. Give me a give me a charm roll for that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Halfway decent at charm. Oh God. Ooh. Oh, TV fifty, right on the TV fifty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just <laughs> approaches you. Listen here. You don't have to give me anything. You can come with us. If you stick that shiny little dagger in your, in your waist, through your big friend's throat, and I'll give you all that I have. All we need is information. What kind of information? Oh, look, I have information for you. You're looking for a child. I don't have time for this. And he just kind of walks over to you, Daniel, and just kind of just like, just kind of grabs you by the collar as he tries to drag you towards the ground. Daniel does not like that. It's like a telltale game. Daniel, remember this. <laughs> uh, London. Yeah. Are, are these guys, uh, does Bryce know where these guys are from? Specifically, does, uh, are these guys from the north? Um, yeah. You haven't heard any of them talk other than that main guy. Um, but no, he's just, he seems to be a, a local type guy. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. These are just some, they just got the jump on you here. And so then, mm -hmm. he's thrown me to the ground. Uh, yes, and he points that spear directly at your neck. Now listen here, man. Give me everything you have. That axe. Everything. I, I put my sword on his neck. And I say, listen here, friend. Do not think I will spare loosening your head from your neck. <laughs> Intimidate roll. <laughs> oh no, where are the eyes? <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh. I figured your intimidate would be so high. I know, you would think. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. It, he's going to strike you, so everyone prepare for combat. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> I was going to give them something. I was going to give them a song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah so there's these five guys and there's this kind of main guy at the front um so what he does um see there and pull up their dex order and i still have yours here would you still like to go first Merwin, and then bryce or do you want to switch it up this time i feel like since bryce got hit he would probably be 
kind of reactionary in this. So. Yeah, I, I guess I'll go first. Okay, cool. Um, but who goes first before you is this main outlaw here. All right. Give me one second. Okay, yeah, so what he does as he has his sword in his neck, as he is holding the spear, he kind of swings it towards you and tries to hit you in the stomach with it in order to knock you back. Failure. He does not do it. He misses. He's able. He's not able to quite get there. Briscius? Um, <clears throat> I use the hilt of my sword to punch him in the face. Okay. So would I uh, roll a brawl for that yep. since I'm not using the edge? Yes. Okay. Oof. Oof. Did it. <laughs> Extreme extreme success. Success. What about yeah? What about your, oh, your roll, your, roll for your your combat for that? Or just D three and damage bonus. Okay. Damage three. three yeah, you points. don't have you don't have your damage bonus um, entered into here. Let me see what that would be. It should be D four. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. You beefy boy. <laughs> yeah, let me let me calculate this. So, yeah, just roll me a d4 for that. Okay, d4. What'd you get? So I got three. So that, is that six altogether? Yeah. So add those together, and that's what it'll be. Oh. Yeah, six. Awesome! 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. So as you you hit him back, it just like you can almost hear that crack as it goes into his face, and just like Ooh. teeth loosen as blood immediately <laughs> fills up into his mouth, and he just shouts like, and just and and he he is mad now. Next in the order is Marilyn. That's me. Um, I guess the guy that's mad. I'm gonna just like <laughs> I'm gonna try to do this too and say um i'm just gonna pull my dagger at him and say do after a hit like that do you really think this is still a good idea they got hit yeah i'm gonna say that to him okay yeah, i'm so trying to get us out of this fight <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah if you're okay you could give me a hard charm roll then if you're trying to do that okay okay that's a fail <laughs> Okay, is that all you want to do right now? No. If um and then as I say that that or recovering, as I say that, I'm also gonna just swing. Not to like hurt him. Like I don't wanna go for like an artery or something, but I'm just gonna swing the dagger. Where at? That's what I have. At whoever's closest to me. Okay. To me, it's probably I don't know who it is. Yeah, so he like left you. There's one of those other guys like almost directly behind you. Okay, I'm just gonna like turn around and just kind of. Okay, it, and slash at him. Okay, yeah, go ahead and do that. <laughs> yeah. She's not. She doesn't have very sophisticated. Sorry, I'm trying to get to the combat page. Thing. Sophisticated fighting style. Mm -hmm. But that's a hard success with three damage. Boom. Okay, cool. And is your damage bonus in that as well? Uh, I don't think I have a damage bonus. Oh, yikes. Oh, small. I'm <laughs> I have 50 size and 40 strength, so okay. I don't have damage bonus. Okay, we can take that for sure. Um, next up is 
would be that guy uh, who just got slashed with this as it kind of just slashes him across the front of his shirt. Doesn't do too much damage, um, but he is going to try to spear you through the arm for that. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, so that is... What is that damage bonus here? Hey, when we rested, did we? Did I regain my hit points? <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have right now? Fifteen. You my max re- is twenty. Right. Yeah. So you didn't regain five back. Um, this isn't haven't yeah. been a full day, so yeah. So you haven't really regained. Okay, that's fine. I just saw that extreme damage little thing that just popped up, and I panicked. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, let me calculate the damage here. All right, so he just did that. So that's a full six there. And then plus Love the four. Ten. That's ten away from you. As he he actually goes with that spear, goes straight through your leg with it. So sort of like the fatty end of your, like your thigh there at the front. It's not a deep, but it's enough to just like to really hurt you. <laughs> this is fine. I just like everyone to know that um, if you were to ask Marwin how she was feeling on a scale of 1 to 20, she would be at a 5. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so next up is another one of these guys. Um, so I'm just going to roll all of theirs at once just to see who hits and see who does what. Okay. All right. But, yeah, so this next one is coming for you, though, Daniel. Oh, goody. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. And this one's coming at you. Uh... Oh, that's lots of things popping up. Okay. okay, yeah. So only one of them hits, but when he does hit, um, he, try- he kind of comes with like a right hook to your jaw, Daniel, as this, this outlaw comes up to you and just swings for four damage to you. Okay. And now it is your turn. Uh, so I'm going and to... And of course, if anybody ever wants to counterattack during this or wants to, you know, try to dodge, you can just go ahead and roll against me whenever we're rolling. Okay. There's no reason for me to ever try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so someone came after me and then uh, no one has a spear in a leg. Um... So I will just go for the nearest guy, you know, the nearest person to me with the axe. Right, yeah, it's the guy that just you know, punched you. Uh, yeah, that would be a success. All right, what's uh, the damage? Good question. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did I have to roll this way? There we go, hard success. I rolled the fighting skill. Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, cool. So. Okay, yeah, so you have three. Yeah, okay, great. All right. So how are you? How are you swinging that uh, that axe at him? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Okay, so he uh, decked me in the face. So that's a full spin as I get momentum behind that axe, mm-hmm. and uh, come back around a three sixty, and Ooh. come up from below uh, towards the shoulder. Okay, yeah. So you kind of he's in a position right here, so where you kind of come into the arm and then up to, into the shoulder like that. Um, it's not as, as much damage as you could have done with that full, like, 360 spin, 
but it it hurts him. It for sure hurts him. Now we are back over to our main man, who's whose mouth is just bleeding profusely still. Um, but he's not gonna let he's not gonna let Bryce, you know, bring him down that easily. Let's see. And he comes up with his spear right towards you. Okay. All right, yeah, so he's coming at you. That it kind of goes across your other shoulder uh, for seven damage to you. Bryce. That's me. Yeah. Okay. You're a muted keeper. Oh, am I? Where are you? Can you hear me? <laughs> okay, I never can mind. Hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties. I got hit in the face too hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you, now for you, Bryce. I cut off his head. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Hard success. Okay, yeah. Roll for that damage, please. Let's see. Pretty what sure you do. this is the kid, I will say. For a theory. Okay, for that hard, yeah, so that's, okay, so you did that eight, Almost. yeah, so, <laughs> you do, like, you go clean through <laughs> his head as everybody <laughs> at once just, like, turns and sees this, this simple robbery turn into this beheading, um, this clean greatsword cut, as his body just kind of wobbles before fully collapsing to the ground as the head rolls across the way as people start um you know talking amongst themselves and just preparing to book it out of there and uh oops. yeah um do you want to do anything Merwin? next um uh, they're 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 beginning to they're going to run as you can kind of see i'm gonna just like collapse on the ground i guess okay. i have a spear in my leg okay okay skip that yeah, so do some rolls here. Okay, yeah, they're getting out of there. Daniel, do you want to do, want to do anything else as they're fleeing? Yeah, sure. Can Daniel? I guess they're fleeing anyway. But Daniel uh, would be letting out a very uh, throaty war cry. Uh, what does after that sound seeing like? get hurt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway. <laughs> to seeing Briseis behead this this man. Who are we asking? Everyone but Briseis. <laughs> it's... I am in shock. Like, I don't know where I'm at at this point. Uh, it's, it's shocking, but uh, we see the, or Daniel sees the success it had and He's shocked by, you know, the outright death that Bryce has called, but he also saw the success that it had with getting them off their back and essentially almost saving Merwin's Merwin's life. Thank you. So he's all for it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. Okay, yeah, so you made your way to this clearing. There was You didn't find exactly what you thought you would find, but you did find trouble, and you did run that trouble away. Um, is there any way I can run a first aid roll for Merwin's leg? Yeah, you can try. Oh, well, I failed anyway. I'm pretty bad at fixing people. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll also roll a uh, first aid for Merwin. Okay. Thank you, even though I left you to die at one point. <laughs> <laughs> With Hugo, it's fine. Oh. oh. Never mind. Can, Never can mind. I roll a first aid? Yeah. You don't need any first aid. <laughs> Yeah, y'all are... You'll make it with five points. Can, can Merwin roll a first aid for Merwin? Go ahead. <laughs> hey! Hey! Okay. You guys are, like, fumbling over the spear. Her, like, she's just like, I've got it! I've got it! Give me a minute! <laughs> okay. Let's roll this. So then that'll be one. One point. Great! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so at this point, yeah, if you're looking for any sort, any sort of substantial healing, that might be through some resting yeah. back at Toffer. Yeah. But again, you're out here, and now it's daytime, and those tracks are there as well. So now would be the time to follow those or to head back to Toffer. Those are might be your options here. So just whatever you want to do. Well, Perhaps. I've... Excuse me, Price. Uh, perhaps we should go to your village and seek shelter and heal for a little while. Uh, she seems to be badly hurt. I would not want to be caught out in the wild in such bad shape. You make a solid point, and I say you've well earned uh, your right to visit Tartber. Thank you. All right, and Marilyn's still on the ground. She just goes, <laughs> she's going like the grabby hands, like, all right, let's go. <laughs> so it is about maybe an hour and a half, two hours journey. It's it's definitely hard for you, Marilyn. Um, but that's what it takes to get to Totper, which is this sort of like has these 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 wooden walls and these these wooden buildings, mostly one story affairs. Inside, there is another wooden wall that's larger. Inside here is where you will find the Thane's compound, a place that Merwin is uh, very uh, familiar with, um, some place that Bryce has never been, and somewhere that um, Daniel has only been, you know, a few times. He's more comfortable on the fringes of this society and with the, with the artisans, with the, with the, with the fishermen, with the, with, the, with the smith. But inside... You're finally able to get some um, some medical help, um, thanks to yeah. So you're, thanks to Delwyn, who is the leech of Totfer. So he does a lot of healing, and and you know back in this time there was a lot of like bloodletting and healing with leeches and such. Um, but he is the doctor of the place, and he is able to kind of fix you up. But um, as he's you know dealing with you, Merwin, and making sure that you're um, you're set there. You can go ahead and heal back to, yeah, to your, to where you started there before you lost that, uh, five. Okay. So I'm at 15? Yes. But as he's, you know, dealing with you there, he, his eyes keep drifting over to the stranger. 
we don't get too many strangers from around here. Um, so he just begins to speak as he's, you know, finally patching up Merwin. So, um, where did you say you were from, friend? The north. The north, yes. He doesn't get any more specific than that. We've tried. <laughs> I know you've tried, <laughs> Merwin. A gift of gab. <laughs> um, the north, yes. And what, what, what brings you to these parts, to Totber? I was a mercenary. I was in Africa, in the holy city of Jerusalem, and I've come back, I've come back home. Home, you say? Where is your home other than the, the, the north? Where, where is your home? I am from the Black Killen Hills. Hmm. Interesting, and... and you have business here as your how has your travels brought you here if you if I may if I dare may ask exactly and he looks over at Merwin and and Daniel people that he's seen for years here um just to have it some more verification that this is someone that isn't going to come in and just chop up the place which you know is more work for him but um something that he does not want I won't be long in your village. I was just trying to find shelter, and then I will be gone. You have my word. Gentlemen, he helped us. He damn near saved Melvin's life. Well, safe. You are safe. You are safe here. And he turns around, um, this kind of slight frame, and just goes about his work, goes back to the compound. It's this two-story manor, basically. Um, the first floor is where some of the soldiers, um, some of the, the Thane's men hang out, um, where the Thane usually does a lot of his business. And this is also where you've been all been patched up and are kind of, you know, holed up for, you know, for a couple of days. Um, so you familiarize yourself with this place. Um, and that's when, you know, after, you know, several conversations, the Thane invites you back in to discuss the things you have seen. Daniel, please be straight with me. There was undead on this this farm as when there were undead sure it's unfortunate we lost the residents of the farmhouse mm. however most of the trouble seemed to have come from muggers mm. yes Quite the unruly sort that lives out in the wilds here. Not much that we can do here about that, but sounds like your friend made easy work of them. 
Yes. Uh, Briseus is of no harm to Tartfer, and that can be, well, we are certain of that. However, the wolf, if that's what we are to call it, is or should not be of concern. Hmm. However, it is something I cannot explain, and it is something I do not see myself wrapping my head around. However, I fear danger in the future. Yes. But since that our assumptions were correct, that there is some sort of beast, there must be a hunt for it. Now, I've had my scouts go out and we found those tracks that lead outside. I've drawn up a certain map if you go this way and he has like some a uh, little scratch of paper that he, with a nice ink pen, writes on and scribbles on directions for you all to follow back into the woods if you do seek to to hunt this. Um, but before that, um, something that the the Thane likes to do is throw the ceremonial feast before a big hunt, and that is what happens that following night. There is a feast with all of these. Um, nice smoked meats and an and ale that is very delicious. Um, and pretty much uh, anyone who's anybody here in Totber is is at this, including you know some of the uh, some of the soldiers there, such as Svein, who is like one of the the leaders there. Um, he is he is tall and broad-shouldered, blonde hair, um, scruffyish beard. It's kind of cropped close to his face, um, but he is there. The Thane is there. Delwyn is there, um, and some other people are there. But the thing that really is striking about this event is the beeld, which is the boast. So this is an event. Um, Matt's down. <laughs> what? Did you Matt thought you said B.O. <laughs> Matt thought you said B.O. I absolutely know where his brain went with that. Yep, yep. <laughs> the body odor in this place is ridiculous. Dude. I mean, it's the dark probably was pretty bad. Oh my goodness. Okay. Told, I hate yeah. that I knew where your brain went. <laughs> At this feast, Oswin raises a decorated drinking horn and calls for the boast. The first person to stand up for this boast is Svein. Um, Svein is vain. <laughs> and he pretty much demonstrates the three parts of this boast to you all. First, um, he announces what he will do. Yes, I, Svein, will kill this wolf. And after that, there's a cheer from all the soldiers. But there's about 30 men there that all just, like, you know, clank their glasses and stomp their feet as he gives this first part of the boast. The second part, you must set the terms of success and failure. I will kill this wolf or I will die at its filthy claws. Again. Cheers. But the third part is a call to God. 
for support in this endeavor. As he gets down on one knee, bows his head, and prays aloud to everyone. Does any one of you want to take part in this boast for the hunt of this wolf? I uh, will remain off to the side. Okay, cool. I feel like Merwin's kind of scared of it. It, It's very unlike her to not have something to say, but like she just. Okay, yeah. Daniel sees. She's getting a bad vibe from this. Okay. Several Uh, city men getting into the affairs of nature and beasts seems foolish. mm, mm. Okay, yeah, so since you two are kind of like on the sides of this, you kind of survey the room. Like, you kind of read the room of here of the people that aren't cheering. So someone that you see as you're uncomfortable with this, um, Merwin, is Iada, who is like the manorial priest here. He shuffles in the seat that he has in the corner of the room. He's a younger man. He has sort of like that, uh, that you know, that, that monkish cut that's, that's there. <laughs> um, but he's, his arms are are crossed and his lip is pursed as he watches this boast. He's, he's upset um, for some reason. Another person who seems to be on the verge of tears that Daniel notices is Unferth, who is um, probably the oldest person in the village, nearing 60, which during this time, super duper old, right? Um, also very upset. He's, he's, he's on the verge of tears just seeing this this boast take place. Um, is there anything that you would like to do with like either of these people, or do you still keep to yourself until this is over, until you can all you know go about your way um, and make sure that this beast is killed? I'm gonna kind of keep looking at uh, Yada and hope I can catch his eye, kind of thing. Okay. And like the second, like he, we make eye contact. I just kind of like nod at him, like we're gonna talk, <laughs> kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. So he. Um... Basically acknowledging that I know he's not thrilled. Okay, okay, cool. Um, I'd like to approach uh, Unferth, Unferth mm-hmm. um, and uh, put my hand on his shoulder and uh, tell him that we too are sorry to hear of the loss uh, of the village. <clears throat> yeah. I fought those pagans for years and this is what we do. <laughs> the rituals. It's a damn shame. It's. But I agree. That this this beast is a problem. Before the I... flood. Daniel. Mighty beast. Woke the earth. But when God sent that flood. He only saved the good creatures. Those bent on evil were destroyed. But you know what? Cain, Cain, yes, Cain took his creatures, his chosen creatures, and held them aloft in his mighty arms for 40 days, 40 nights. And as those floods receded and came down, that wolf, yes, that wolf, he came to England. And that's where he was worshipped as a god. Did you know that? (laughs) 
And first we'll stop the wolf. I'll see it. I'll believe it when I see it. Daniel. And uh, Daniel will walk back over to Merwin. Okay. Are you have you approached the uh, Yada yet? I'm gonna wait until like the feast is over, kind of thing, and everyone's kind of mingling. Okay. Not the feast, the boast, rather. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, and then I'll approach him. What are you doing, uh, Briseus? Uh, Bryce is um in the corner of the room, kind of uh to himself, eating and drinking, but he's also being aware of who is in the room. And I, I do have a question. Is there anybody in the room that I recognize or could be seen as a threat to Blissius, um, somebody that is constantly looking at him? Okay, cool. Just give me a psychology roll for this to see if there's anyone with any ulterior motives here. Oh, oh God. <laughs> that was a 91 and his skill was 10, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Everybody's so happy to see you. Wait. <laughs> All right, well, I, uh, Bryce keeps uh, eating his mutton and uh, keeps drinking his hearty ale. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so if we're jumping around here, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel would like to, uh, he grabs a plate, fills a plate with a glass of ale and joins uh, old Bryce. And <clears throat> I do hope you're plan- planning on uh, sticking around. Not for long. Hmm. I do mean to travel back north at some point, but uh, I think I I can stay for a little while. Aye, that'll do. That'll do, donkey. Okay, yep. We're all thinking it, Carly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as the boast ends, um, Merwin, as she mentioned, would like to go speak to Iada, who was vis- visibly um, upset during all of this. Um, and he's is very quickly just walking towards the door. It's like he's, as if he forgot that he even, you know, nodded at you there. But he's walking towards the door very quickly, but notices you coming at him. And I walk faster. <laughs> yes, 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 Merwin. Not escaping me. Yes. So what is it that troubles you? Is it the boast itself? Is it the content of the boast? Is it... Yes. Again, these pagan rituals. We are a Christian community here. And yet, Ardain, yet these soldiers relegate themselves to this. They're fostering this belief in this, this wolf that's, I've heard of this before. This is not new. This is, this is again, the, the, the pagan tribes from, from 
from around these parts. This is something that these people worship. It's unhealthy to foster this sort of rumor here. They would say the same for us. What do you mean? They would say it was unhealthy for us to worship a man who rose from the dead. The saints... We must simply take an outside perspective of all of this. The saints there is struck down those altars, rightfully so, and burned those groves to the ground, Merwin. Our God is the one true God. And those pagan deities are powerless in God's presence. It wasn't very powerless when it slaughtered that family, was it? Add Whether one... it's a deity or not, for we are being threatened by something. And something has to be done about it. I don't like this boast. I'm going to be honest. I'm terrified right now because I've seen what this thing can do. And I think they're all walking to their deaths. But if this gives them confidence, if this gives them hope, then what harm is it doing? And I'm just going to turn and walk away. Like, I'm not dealing with this shit. Wow. And as you do that, add one point to your, just your religion skill. If you had that. Oh, nice. Okay. Is that on your character sheet here on Roll20? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. It might be a, I'm not sure if it's a Dark Ages um... trait. I do not have it. Okay. Add that on to your additional skills and add one point there. So for a total of two. All right. It was one I could have taken, but I didn't. Awesome. Okay, so as the boast ends, it is now the time where the um, where the soldiers are they're setting out um, into the wilderness to go track down this track down this beast once and for all. Um, but where do you start here? You know, you followed the tracks as long as you could the, the previous time. Where is there to go now? That's a very good question. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. so we're all on board now? All right. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, the ritual happens, and they all, as we know, depart into the woods uh, full of, of pride and whatever else may be carrying them. Um, with the knowledge that we have, would we, and I'm asking Merwin and Brissius, uh, shall we return back to the cabin and work our way from there? Or do you see us following the soldiers? It's going to make short work of those soldiers. I believe if we split up, perhaps we can trap it. Like a bear in a bear trap. You're always so eloquent, pretty. Is this what all northerners are like? Wait a minute. This isn't going to end well for these soldiers. I, oh, you have to believe me. We may not have found a tree with skeletons hanging from it, but please take my word for it. <sighs> These soldiers, as Merwin mentioned, are marching to the death. 
We have to protect this town. Then should we follow the soldiers or should we protect the town? Or should we keep the soldiers here somehow? Uh, Clearly there's no way to stop them. I've waited too long. Yeah, so they're on their way. They're they're on their way now. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so I mean the best thing to do here... um, would it be to find some sort of, you know, information or, you know, about the woods or about these legends or, you know, to go out and see if you can just, you know, follow some more tracks, you know, kind of retrace your steps from, from the den, possibly, if that's what you wanted to we do. We need, oh, sorry. No problem. We need to get to the wolf before the wolf gets to the soldiers. And what do you propose, Merwin, happens when we find it? We improvise. Oh. <laughs> Look, we don't really have a lot of options here. Perseus, you've been quiet. What say ye? As I said before, I love a good hunt. <laughs> oh. Oh, Perseus is himbo extraordinaire. <laughs> To the woods it is then. Okay. Awesome. Give me an education roll, Daniel. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so Daniel did not have, excuse me, as I find, oh, correct. Uh, he did not have a terrible amount of schooling. Oh, but he does remember some math. <laughs> as a success. Can't read or write, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay great so what was that score that you just rolled there 24 out of 40 correct awesome so besides yourself you know that the person who knows the woods around top are better than anybody else even the thane is the gilda um she is the leader of the charcoal bone uh, burners that are that live around the woods um but she is an expert <laughs> she's an expert on yeah she's an expert on the, the surrounding forest life there what was her name her name is Bagilda before she's we go what now the burned charcoal the charcoal burners okay thank you <laughs> yeah Bef- before we march to our deaths much like these soldiers please humor me we, we have to visit someone who might let us know more. Her name is Begilda, and she knows more than most in this town about these forests. Also, the biggest rumor about Begilda around is that she's dangerous and that she killed her husband. The dangerous woman that killed her husband. That's where we go. <laughs> Just slide that. She sounds like my type. <laughs> that was Hudson talking. That wasn't yeah. Briseis. That was oh, yeah, that, that wasn't Briseis. That was, that was Hudson. <laughs> oh my goodness! If Tyler Carter is still here, he's doing a backflip. 
All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel just said Fantasy Carol Baskin. <laughs> oh, Fantasy Carol Baskin. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Listen, Todd, uh, Merwin, apologies. <laughs> this, is, this is Wolf King right here. This isn't Tiger oh King. Oh, my gosh. Merwin, you can stay by the fence. Briseus and I will go in t- towards the house. Oh, I'm fine with it. Oh. I was just making sure we were talking about the same woman. And just kind of giving some exposition for Bryce. <laughs> but all right. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's again, it's, a, it's like an hour's journey kind of deep into the woods um, when you, you come upon her encampment. You spend some time describing to this. She's sort of a taller woman, has dark hair, darker eyebrows, um, and these just cutting eyes that look at you. She's very relaxed and just feels, you know, that you three are no threat to her. She could take you if she wanted to. And those eyes narrow and look at you as you continue to describe this this wolf that headed um, that headed east. From the farm. Spooky lady. So, Daniel. Oswin has his men after this thing. (laughs) Begilda, listen. Men are going to die. And if those men die, women and children are going to die. Mm. And listen. You might not always care about these people, but we do, and we need your help. Well, I'll help you for a price. What do you have to offer me, Daniel? Or what do your friends have to offer me as well? Begilda, you know I don't own much, but my word is solid, and when you need a hand, I will be there. Persuade. Persuade. Like said, my wood is solid. I'm sorry. Yes. Thank you, Marilyn. <laughs> <laughs> your wood That's is canon. solid. <laughs> yeah, she, that you was literally fair, said, going. She said your wood is solid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> give me a pers- <laughs> give me a persuade roll. Roll for okay. wood. I hate that. <laughs> uh, persuasion, persuasion. Oh no. Oh, yep. Blood. <laughs> This is a failure, 48-10. Okay, yeah. Mm. Your word isn't good to me, Daniel. I just need a little bit more. Something valuable. Does any of your friends have any sort of trinkets that I can hold on to that I can perhaps say whether I have or have not seen a wolf run through these parts and go that way? So Merwin always has like a ring on every finger kind of thing Mm. like i said earlier she's a very flashy person they're not actually worth much they're just very pretty and so she just takes one off and just hands it oh this is very nice huh you know what this might do it thank you merwin and she just kind of tosses it over her shoulder and it clinks on this pile of other jewelry that she has back there. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like <a> we stand. <laughs> um, 
And she says, I haven't seen the wolf. I frankly haven't. But of course, I've heard stories about how, if this wolf were to exist, it sneaks into villages at night and steals infants and babies for the wolf lords, as you mentioned. They live in a village far east of here. Yeah, so just walk about two days east that way and then you'll get to <laughs> um, the, the wolf lords and their, their furry friends. Hey, so the we problem is two Thank days. You for your time, the guild. <sighs> okay, are you, are you going to... When we step outside, Marowyn pulls another ring from her bag and just sticks it back on her finger. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay, okay. She just has, like, a ton of these cheap-ass, like, wire and shiny rock rings. <laughs> so... <laughs> so. Do we have an estimate on uh, how long the soldiers plan on being in the woods? That was my question. Yeah, so all you know is that they also went east. So they are ah. headed in that general direction. And they're, you know they're going until they find that. They're following the tracks. They kind of picked up where y'all left off and followed the tracks there that you presume just go straight east. But she's giving you a clear direction of goat wolf lords that might be tied to this thing that steals babies and there's a baby that's gone so well i don't know so i think you. our direction is clear Briseus. what do you For think hunt, we would yeah. let us hunt some goat right <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, we, got a, we got a text from Logan Cooper here. Um, he's oh, no. heading to bed, but he's like, "Wow, this is getting wild with the goats. The goats are bothering." <laughs> <laughs> Stunning review. Stunning review. Thank you, Logan. Thank you. Um, also, while we're on this little detour, real quick, um, in my brain right now, it's just that I need a himbo. I'm holding out for a himbo, like TikTok audio. It's just playing on repeat every time Bryce says anything. It's what just, world? <laughs> gotta be strong and he's gotta be fast and he's gotta be dumb and polite. <laughs> you, you love to see it. You love it. It's, it's wonderful. We stand uh, a himbo. <laughs> after about a two days journey with some camping in between um, and a few sort of run-ins, um, that you can hear in the distance of Svein and his men also on the trail. But they trail off in opposite directions, not really having much to do with you all. You arrive to a small village. There aren't really streets in this place. It seems to just be muddy pathways that snake off in like almost like tree branch-like patterns across the ground. You see these small men going about their business. Um, some are, you know, doing some um, carrying some goods from one place to another. Um, another carries a small little baby as they make their way home. But the most overwhelming thing about this place is that it just 
smells like a petting zoo. It just smells like, like livestock, namely goats. Oh, In the center of this village is this huge, just like, I'd say it's probably like 40, 40 foot tall, this metal pole with this mirror on top. It's daytime, so it's like reflecting the sun off of it. Um, it's very bright on top of that metal pole. Um, and it just like directs that light down to the base um, where there's just like stone covering um, the base of that, of that, I guess that tower. But around that, there are these rotting wolf skulls by the dozens that are just sitting at this base. What do you want to do? Um, first, uh, Daniel would like to look around real quick at the entrance of this village. Is there a nearby villager? Is there a near? Well, you're kind of at the kind of at the edge of the woods, just looking by. But you see these small people. They're all very oh, short. Yeah. They're all very short. Um, kind of just walking back and forth and just going about their daily business. Shall we approach? Down the Shire. Well, let us continue then. What? You're just gonna walk into the village. Wait. Yes. Shouldn't we be a little bit stealthy about this? They're like it's, twice their height. I don't really know how stealthy it, we can be. It's, it's. I can hold It's on. a village, right? Let's assume I know okay. what numbers are. And on a scale of one to a hundred, uh, I'm only about 40% stealthy. So. Wait a minute. These are s smaller people? Yes. Oh. They're, they're, like the... I'd say they top out around like, you know, five foot. Well, we are in daylight. They seem friendly. London. I mean, if we just... Yes. Did we, uh, did... While we were resting in town and it's been a couple of days, uh, did any of our hit points... Yeah, so this has been this has been a while since you know we first met our character. So yeah, you're at full HP right now. Okay, perfect. Yeah. All right, thank you. Sure. Just wanted to make sure. <clears throat> yes. So I do not um, see so... these little men causing any problems with us. Why not? But to be right fair, in? these are probably the men. These were the footsteps that we saw going back to Topper that night, right? Oh. Do you see the little shrine? They've killed wolves. And they're tiny. Tiny men who are killing wolves. Something's not right. I forgot about the footsteps. Thank you, Ellen. Okay, something you do see, um, as you're just kind of, you know, hanging out here. As I mentioned, they were, you know, carrying like some maybe little small, little, little babies and such. You do see one of these people walk by holding this, what appears to them to be a big ass baby. Like it's a huge baby. She can barely carry it. It's a human sized baby though. And she's just... walking by close to us. 
No, she's like walking. You just like see them out. Okay, I was about to say, please don't just grab the baby from her. <laughs> just hold it above her head. Uh, uh. Oh, 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 oh. You almost had it. <laughs> gotta be quicker than that. Nope, nope, nope. You just grab the baby by it. Oh, gosh. No, but she's off in the distance there. Um, <laughs> and carrying this baby that seems to be a lot bigger, you know. You know, almost, you, it's a human-sized baby is what you can see, different from the other little small figures that they would carry. And she disappears from around around the side of a building. I have a plan. It's a very good one. You're going to love it. When? We take our cloaks, and we walk around on our knees, and we put the cloaks around us, and we they think that we're their size, and they don't question anything. I, I like find it. it. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't expecting a positive response to that. <laughs> Alright, that's the plan. Everybody give me hard <laughs> stealth rolls. Oh god, I thought we could do disguise. Okay. I see. Oh, wait, no, wait, no, okay. Better. no, it's fine. Stealth is better. Stealth is fine. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, give me stealth for now. Stealth for now. Cause you got to get down there first. Oh. Mm, 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 mm. Welp. Failure. <laughs> so as before, y'all can Failure even times three. Before y'all can even make your way towards the village, before y'all can sneak around and pretend, you're spotted. Yeah. And a group <laughs> of these villagers come towards you. Well, the main one just kind of strives at you, and as he gets closer and closer, you just notice his visage, as. He has this long, broad, like, nose and, like, a little goatee. And his face is very goat-like, almost satyr-like. His horns extend from his face and his ears come out horizontally. Everyone else around him also had these goat-like visages. Hooves are on their feet as he approaches you and says, who are you? <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> we are but travelers. Yes. Take it away. Trying, yes, we're trying to pass through. We're trying to get to Oxford. That's not here. You must leave now. Um, is there any way we could kind of fill up on our provisions here? We'd no. No, you cannot. You must leave. But, sir, we we mean no harm to your village. I am but a... Bah! Uh, would... <laughs> I can sing you a song. Are you want? What do you want? What are you wanting to roll, Carly? I don't know. Are you trying to play your loot again? No, I'm just trying to get him to let us in the town so we can save the babies. I think that's our goal. I don't really know what our goal is. I'm just trying to get something to happen. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll just kind of expand on that. I'm a traveling minstrel. We're passing through to Oxford. I just, you know, I wanted to fill up on supplies. I wanted to hopefully 
you know, entertain the people here. We don't need to be entertained. What? And as he's speaking, everybody give me listen rules. You're so good at these. It is not a, not a good day for... Oh, oh thank God. Two <laughs> <laughs> failures and one hard success for old Bristius. You can hear a baby start to cry. It's not a goat baby, it's an actual child. You can and you can hear it coming from around just the corner from where you are. And as you, you know, these people notice that you hear it, they just kind of stiffen up and just kind of start start, start walking towards you, like to try to back you up, but they just get closer and closer. I said go away. Uh, did anybody grab the milk while we were in the cave? Can we roll to find out? Can we roll a luck roll to see if anyone thought. Well, that's the thing. It was empty. I mean, it was just it was just like an empty bag. Yeah. So there was no milk in it. It just smelled like milk. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, I'm not sure what fight you're trying to start, little man, but we are here to stay. I just start playing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Um. <laughs> they're not letting they're not giving you any sort of any leeway here it's like you you know i don't know the baby's crying is that not an intimidation rule hey all right okay what do you want what do you want to, what do you want to do here like what yeah okay i was gonna roll intimidate and get him back off but okay. go ahead okay i'm just gonna stop oh. rolling this is not good it doesn't oh. it doesn't work no okay all right all right you can push um, it. Gracius <laughs> pushes past them and goes towards the uh, the noise. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So Bricius goes right past them as they can. They they don't even try to stop you as they get kind of scared as you, this like person that towers over them, walks basically straight through them. They all part, kind of like the the Red Sea, just like looking up at you, like uh, uh, like what do we do? Like uh, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> you go around that corner of that house where you heard the infant crying. From there, you see this massive wolf. Huge wolf. And the baby is there uh, feeding on this wolf. Like feeding from the wolf? Or yes. Like the wolf is... Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, the infants suck. Romulus and Remus called it. Yeah, yeah, really. And yeah. As you come around, it raises its head at you and just showing all of the teeth in its mouth. I kind of like hobble along up behind Bryce, like I've caught up, I guess, because I would. <laughs> I guess I'll do the same. 
I don't know why I was fighting with him. <laughs> okay. Um, as uh, as the wolf is growling at me, I I happen to go into my pocket and pull out this red kind of paste and ink, and I smudge it onto my cheeks. Oh shit. Okay. All right. What does that do? It is just a uh, tradition. As I am going against a worthy opponent. Wonderful. That's awesome. All right. So as it raises its head, it just makes its way up on all fours. Pushes itself up as just prowls towards you, still showing its teeth. Um, wanting you to back down, but as it rears back, you can tell that this thing is about to pounce. But before oh, it does, on. yes. Okay, Daniel's going to jump in here. Okay, what do you want to do? Uh, Daniel, with his natural world skill, uh, wanted to see if he can maybe calm it. Maybe come up with arms out. Calm breath. Just a wolf. Velociraptors. <laughs> Give me a hard uh, one of those rolls. Uh, I just rolled an extreme success on natural world. <laughs> I think okay. you did it. Okay. Cool. How's that? Daniel jumps in front of uh, Briseis. Just, whoa, girl. <laughs> whoa, blue. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. As it just gets God. closer to you, it just starts sniffing you. But it doesn't attack you. But as it rears its head back it just gives like a like a, a howl up into the up into the sky and when it opens its mouth you can see sort of tentacles just like moving about before retracting back as it closes its mouth and comes back down just still looking over at Bryce but not attacking any longer the goat people they're all like rushing down and just like kind of crowded around and just looking at this feet of this person talking down their god daniel what what else what else are you doing are you do what do you do next as is put that sword away right i don't know what you did but Good job. Now, I'm going to be honest. Uh, Go ahead. Daniel doesn't didn't think he'd get this far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think I'd get this far. Okay. Um. Everyone else, give me a listen roll. No. Oh. Is that all three of us, or? Yeah. Aww. Oh, great. Ooh, okay. No success, one or failures. Yeah, no one passed a listen roll. 
You're a little distracted. Coming from behind is another. Another wolf. Same size, just as ferocious as it comes from behind and pounces to attack um, this, this person that's about to pull up, put up their sword, which is you, Bricious. A dodge. Okay, cool. Roll me, roll me a dodge. <laughs> oh, thank God. Hey. Wait. Oh, wait, no, that wasn't you. No. <laughs> that was London. It doesn't look good, whatever. Okay, no, wait. Oh, no, that's London still. <laughs> that's still London's rolls. What is happening? <laughs> okay, cool. So hit twice. Okay, yes. So as he jumps out, um, he roars from behind you and just like kind of like just knocks you back with one of the tentacles that comes out of this wolf's mouth um, for five damage there. Yes. I was getting so excited. <laughs> and then he comes across with a claw um, that really knocks you to the ground for five more damage. So, 10 points in all? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so... You're up next, Bryce. Uh, I take my long sword, and once again, I try to cleave the head. Okay. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Merwin, what are you doing? Going for the baby. Okay, you're just going to go snatch up the baby? Yeah, I don't want it to get caught in the crossfire. Okay, give me a dex roll. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh! Extreme Ooh! success! Three versus 70! Yo, Merwin runs over there. Every everybody's eyes are on this beast that just attacked Bricius, but she's able to just run over, almost just like roll that baby up. into the baby, grab the baby, and just books it across, um, across the way behind another building where she just kind of clutches the baby close. Um, but it's safe; it's not hurt at all. But it was the fastest feat um, of Merwin's life. <laughs> Truly, that that will never happen again. Anything that cool. Never will happen again. That's my one for the entire campaign. Daniel, what are you doing? Okay, so this wolf is attacking, and the mother wolf is... Uh, it, it, she hasn't done anything. Um, so as Merwin is running to grab the baby, it's clear that this is going to upset the mother wolf. So I will bring my axe down towards... Uh, the face of it, I imagine. Of the mother? Uh, Just asking for confirmation. Give Daniel a moment it. to think. <laughs> no, okay. Okay, so two worlds. And, uh, and while Daniel's thinking, uh, real quick, so you said that the, the shrine with the wolf's heads had a kind of like totem pole that had a light going through it, through it, right? Yeah, there's a big mirror up top. Okay. Okay. Uh, Daniel has 
reconstruct his thought process. So clearly it is, he assumes it is a male uh, coming to protect the den. So he is going to help Bricius with the obvious threat coming okay. from the second wolf. Okay. And that'll be, that is a swing with the axe as always. Mm -mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hard success. Yeah. Do. Yeah. So now roll that in your roll your damage. You can always just yeah. You can always just start on that on that that you have there. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. Nine damage you do to it. Okay. Cool. Oh. Okay. Hmm. Nice. Awesome. So now it's it's this it's this beast turn again. Um, <laughs> as it now has these two foes in front of it, he wants to try to uh, get at both of you. So let's see how that goes. Sure. And he's able to get in one swoop of the claw um, at Daniel as he tries to kind of knock you back away from him um, to get some ground, which seems like he's about to pounce again. But, whew, yeah, with that, that is a lot. <laughs> it is. It is 14 damage points, it looks like. Yeah, so 14 Ooh, to you. Boy. What's your uh, What's your total hit points? 32. Oh, okay, good. You're fine. <laughs> we're, we're, we're <laughs> so I'm at 18. We're playing Pulp Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead. I'm only at 18. That um, is... I mean, so like the that, max being 14. <laughs> yeah, if that. Or like, you know, like 8 or something. Um, yeah, less squishy than your normal investigator. All right, down to 18. Okay, who's up next? Okay, yeah. Next up is Bryce. I take uh, my Frankish axe and I drive it into the head. Okay, you're just all. Well, I would try to. <laughs> Going for the head. You just love. Yeah, okay. Try that. Headshots. Headshots. Yeah, that, yeah so do that on your combat page. Just click the Frankie Jacks. If it's a hard success, we play like the MLG. Like, he... Well, I don't have it. If, let's say if it's under 60, since you're not using the throw. Um, so we use your. Okay. Yeah. If it's under 60, then that is a hard success. Yeah. That's insane okay so then that would be six plus the one all right that, that'll be seven damage that you're doing to him not wait that's not even counting your damage bonus then i forgot we don't even have that here which would be oh that you plus, do yeah, yeah, yeah. as you're yeah. coming in towards the head you're doing some major damage as this black liquid is coming out of you where blood would be coming from um just like covering your axe and splashing you in the face that's 10 away from from that wolf um it's now merwin's turn what are you doing uh, over there are you just trying to i got the baby are you just trying to stay out of the way or w what do you want to do okay <laughs> this is gonna be a wild sentence is there somewhere i can stash the baby <laughs> 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 I've been sitting this whole time trying to think of a better way to phrase it, but like, like puts it under the cloak. Just... Stash <laughs> like, the baby. Is, 
Yeah, where it won't, no one will mess with this baby, but it also won't get hurt, like, just in case I need to be in this fight. Um, okay. Even though she is very much not a fighter. I, I feel bad just standing there with the baby. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep an eye out and see if I can see the other soldiers approaching. Okay. Or any more wolves or anything. I'm just going to be lookout give while me, I hold this baby. Give me a spot hidden. Let's see if you see anything. Nope, I don't. Oof. I see nothing. Okay, I never cool. see any. Cool, yeah, but the baby is safe with you for now. Cool, now I'm singing it a little lullaby. Just... Daniel? <laughs> okay, so I have been knocked back, and Daniel will get back up after Busius lands that radical hit. And <laughs> 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 uh, I'm going to, now that I've been knocked to the side, I'm getting up and swinging that axe at the gut of the uh, attacking wolf. Okay. Um, and you said to start with... Uh, yeah, on, on that yeah, on that comment page. Okay. There Ooh, okay. You're, yeah, you're swinging that axe into the gut. It does a lot of damage as you really do break through the skin. It's like that, that black oh. um, liquid just like kind of spills out. It's hanging on like... It's very weak, and it's in its last, like, it's in its last, you know, bits there. Okay, yeah, it's still alive, though. It's still alive. Um, the other, the, the mother wolf has, has retreated back, calmed down by that, like, that super success that you had earlier. Um, and it's just kind of out of the way, um, as it seems to weaken at the same time that this other wolf weakens. There's some sort of link between these animals. Alright. But with its last little bit that it can, it's going to try to take you out with those tentacles. It's going to open up its mouth and just try to and try to hit you. So let me see here. They want to play Resident Evil 4? Never mind. Don't worry about that. Alright. <laughs> And of course, you can you know try to to dodge or fight back with this if you would like. I'll dodge. What's happening? Um, nothing good. <laughs> All right. Nothing good. So there's no. a, there's a hard success which does um, nine damage uh, to you, Daniel. Oh, As... I was gonna dodge. Dang it. Oh, <laughs> you can you can you, you roll the dodge. It has to be. Um, I was it, looking for it. Yeah, it has to be an extreme success. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, no. Right, None of us right. perked into dodge. What the fuck is wrong with us? It's like we've never played this game before. <laughs> As this black yeah. tentacle just like stings your skin and does nine damage to you. Got it. All right, um, Bryce, you're up. You can finish this off potentially. It looks like it's. I'm gonna. Better. I'm going to do something from a great movie directed by Peter Jackson, King Kong. I'm going to uh, go up to the wolf and grab it by its jaws and try to open the mouth to break it. I yeah. saw that in the ride at Universal. Yeah. I thought you were about to say by the great Peter Jackson, a movie called Meet the Feebles. <laughs> Ten points to anybody in the, in the chat if you know about Meet the Feebles. That, okay, take a break for a minute here. That movie turned me into an adult. Like, I didn't know what adulthood was until I saw that at 13 and was like... It wasn't Tusk? The world is horrible. No, t no Tusk, no. 
Meet the Feebles. Let's um, turn this on this one, though. <laughs> oh my gosh. What are you talking about? Hudson. Husk oh my is gosh. A very strange movie. Okay, oh. Oh my word. Okay, um, <laughs> that's the thing. With this role here, that's like a, that's a heavy feat of strength to break open the jaws. Um, from here, you can, like, obviously, I see that you did a one, uh, one damage, uh, you know, brawl success. So, what else can you do other, for, with that, other than trying to break the jaws? Because if you want to do that, that'll be a hard strength roll to do that specifically. Like, the, the pull out the tentacles inside oh. the, uh, the mouth. Okay, cool. Awesome. So, we'll roll you a d4 as well for your damage bonus. Too. So that, yeah, that's, oh, that is exactly as many as you needed to take this oh down. Oh my gosh. Actually, There's three points. <laughs> yeah, like, yes, and you're just engulfed with this liquid that stings your skin, but doesn't, it's not like acidic or anything, but as you're covered with it, and the wolf goes down, you can see the, like, the life exit of the, the mother wolf on the other, the other behind you. Oh. And... The goat people are just, they're freaking out. Like, like they're, they, they've all fallen back, and they are just running for the hills, literally. Rise just killed God. Shout out to Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. just killed God to these people. So, you are now before these two giant, just like, oversized wolves what do you do with these with these animals <sighs> before you head back to Topper? that was a like... <clears throat> badass precious oh Thank my head you. back in <laughs> i have a uh, baby london did... london did both of the wolves die or did the the uh i guess the the wife wolf did she flee it, yeah, though the wife wolf like also like died. It's almost as if they were linked, and when the, one of them like faded away, the other when one of them you know perished by your blade, the or your ripping tentacle, the other just faded away. I love that. That's literally the name for female werewolf and wife wolf. Good. Okay. Uh, um, Bracius uh, begins to uh, cut off the head. Uh, both of the wolves to uh, take back as a trophy. Add to his horse. Payment. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, Merwin has the infant, um, the the little baby boy of the farmer. Here. Um, what are you doing, uh, Daniel? Uh, I'm gonna probably try to patch up some of these wounds on me. So, first aid? Okay, go ahead. Try it. That oh. looks like an extreme success. Hey. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. So, that's three. Add three onto that. I will. <laughs> so, um, you have this trophy. You have this infant. You have your health. And you make your way back to Totfer. Back to the Thanes Hall. Where, you know... But pretty much as you were coming in, 
you met those soldiers that gave you these side eyes, seeing these large trophies as mm-hmm. the villagers all come out with wide eyes and, and, and like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, but that eventually turns into roars as they see this child, now orphaned, but brought home safely where it can be taken care of. Y'all, we did the shit for one baby. Y'all did. Y'all did this for one baby, but y'all a got single two baby. <laughs> y'all are some emotional. Y'all are like some. Y'all are y'all are some real ones. You know what I mean? <laughs> y'all are some real ones. But yo, yeah, it's y'all. It's y'all go back. Um, the Thane, you know, looks on proudly, and says, "Which one of you killed this wolf?" These wolves. The only one to look at here, Asmir, is the Traveler. The Traveler. Well, Traveler, I have a gift for you. As a thanks from the people of Tothburn, we welcome you into our fold. But more importantly, extends his hand and um a, a young blonde man longer hair um deep brown eyes kind of a square jaw um Merwin and daniel know this to be the thane's son who is one of these soldiers brings forth a blade um and just places it in the hand of the thane and he says i gift you this blade May you continue to protect us with this. Also, visit the stable. A horse is yours. You are worthy opponent. And a great protector. And as he says that and presents you with this sword, people start swarming around the party of you three. It's a time of, you know, fanfare and a time of, you know gentle celebration in this in this late winter month but between these these joyful cries and these celebrations and the and the fanfare a man stands looking at you all blood on his hands he pushes his way through the crowds to you three and says Only you can help me now. And that's it until next time. (laughs) All right. Oh, man. Boom. Yeah. (laughs) We did it. That was badass. You you did do it. Wow. Yeah, that was crazy. (laughs) We just wiped out two gods for a baby. <laughs> it's so on brand. And Hudson even beheaded an old man. What kind Did of. I? Oh my gosh. He was well, an old, was old man old? in the woods. Was he old? I think he's just a dude. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll say he's old. We'll say he's old. We'll pretend he's old. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's your old quota for the session. Okay, yeah, so. Oh, oh yeah. I'm going to award y'all some sanity for saving the baby. 
we're going to get one D6 of sanity. So let's see what that is. Maybe. It's rolling. It's not popping up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Three! <laughs> Three Woo! sanity for I'm saving the movie. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Oh. <laughs> All right, 59. And that is rolling sanity. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bad. All right. And that is all I can reward you for tonight. But um, please stay tuned for next time when you find out um, quite who this was that approached you. But now, you know, beheading these these giant wolves has brought a lot of attention to you three. Um, and potentially it's brought some... It brought along some people that have problems that might need to be solved. Problems, <laughs> problems from this... Uh, from this from this universe, from this world, I'm not quite so sure. But next time, you will find that out. Thank you all for joining me. Uh, thank you, everybody, yes. for listening and for watching. And thank you three for playing with me tonight. It's been a blast. Yeah. And we're ready to get started on the next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Any farewell words from everyone here? Carly? You pick the worst one. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it first. Thank Matt, you, everyone. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Honestly, uh, Dan Double, uh, thank you for saying great show. Honestly, everyone who participated in chat, and we would love for you to join us next time. Thank you. Yeah. Hudson. <laughs> Again, just to go off what Matt was saying. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, shout out to all the uh, the brave men and women of Jim Bob's for serving. <laughs> thank you for serving tonight. And if you did not serve tonight, thank you for your service. For serving. Make sure to uh, watch us next week. Subscribe. Go to our Instagram and Twitter and follow us. Thanks, guys. We don't do next week. The week after next week. <laughs> week, week after next week. My It'll bad. be week on YouTube next week. Next Sorry. Week. And yeah. if and if you're watching on YouTube, you just click to the next video, please. <laughs> um, yeah. Last words from me: um, If you don't know what Jim Bob's is, it's uh, the best chicken fingers in Opelika, Alabama. If you ever are there, <laughs> so pop through there, uh, give the folks at Jim Bob's, um, you know, your support. But also, oh yeah, party! <laughs> None of us know where that came from. We just know it wasn't my house. <laughs> Yeah, so this computer that I'm running this on is actually stolen, so I gotta actually go. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Um, thank you again to the wonderful people at Chaosium for, you know, sponsoring our giveaway tonight. Um, yeah. If you won the giveaway, yes, yeah, please look at your DMs, um, and we'll be contacting you with that information there. Um, Chaosium has created a great, you know, supplement here in Cthulhu Dark Ages, and you can play adventures like the one we played tonight. Um, with your friends, bring it to your local gaming table, and have a great time. And that's all that I have for tonight. But again, uh, tune in um, next time. Follow us on Instagram, join our Discord, Twitter, anything, y'all. Just come on to the table. Anything. Come on, come on. We like on. never put anything on the Twitter. Come Fair on, warning. On, it's on, up to on. me and Matt and neither of us. Uh, Twitter is Twitter. We try our Instagram. best. We try really hard. Come on, come on to the table, y'all. Come on to the table. And if you know, if you want a, an autographed picture of Hudson Hubbard, we can also provide that as well. Yep. Um, all right. <laughs> and that is our first episode. Fare thee well. <laughs>